Ari. I'm Ari. It's been a couple weeks since we did the last episode. It's been. It's been. Yeah, it's been 11 days. This second, it's almost two weeks. Days. I don't know what time it's well, anymore. Me either. Um, you don't sound drunk yet. What is going on? Is uh, it mean? takes a lot to get me drunk these days. It's kicking in, though. I feel a nice little buzz going. Oh, okay, well, you're, you're going to need it. You're definitely going to need it because this this oh. docket, it's it's short, but it's it's... It's complicated at the same time. So anybody who is in here right now on stereo, um, you are listening to another episode. We're going to start in just a minute after I take my quick sip. Uh, shout out to Black Paco. I think him and Shan have a show in maybe like 20, 30 minutes. So shout out to them for having their show. Um, if you're not listening to us, you need to be listening to them. I don't think you want to listen to anybody else. But word. Uh, sh- shout out to What's Up as well. It's weird being back on here. Like It is doing very strange. Yeah, it's, it's it's honestly it's become like a graveyard, man. Because uh, you know the, the stereo streets are tripping, according to. I mean, that's nothing world. new, though. Yeah, nothing new. Um, they, this I, I app had here. the audacity to ask me to rate it and and whether or not they were doing a good job. I had to close oh, yeah. it. Yeah. I had to contain myself oh, and close it because <laughs> it was well, about to get a whole earful from me. Yeah, yeah, like. For me, like, as long as we can, you know, have our audience on here, our loyal followers and stuff like that, I'm for it. I'm all for the app. But they're slowly, like, you know, you know, you convinced me that they are slowly making me want to go other places. The issue yeah, is they're, they're digging themselves a hole because, I mean, they're they're not approaching this in, in a systematic way that allows them to retain money and be fair to everyone that actually creates content. Like, functional usable content for this application and like you're letting a bunch of people and i mean i think that that they have shifted their focus from making this a content platform and having dedicated content creators to just allowing anybody who's going to get them some they're cloud chasing right now they're cloud chasing absolutely uh and and it's it's fucking annoying yeah, because I mean, you and I, we both know, you know, when we signed up to do this whole little thing, we signed, you know, we said we want to do the podcast thing. We enjoy doing it. However, um, more and more that they do, the less and less we actually want to do this. And then, you know, you got your personal life. I got my own. Um, exactly. So I, I'm, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make a declaration. Like every episode, we're going to try to cap it at like three hours. The reason why is yeah. because we got, we got shit to do. Um, we love. We got about shit to do. But like additionally. You know, we are not benefiting from this. And this is kind of getting to a point like I I signed on to podcast with you because you are my friend, Greg, and Mm -hmm. I enjoy talking to you. Mm -hmm. And I I think we have a Mm -hmm. good dynamic. But the Mm -hmm. the platform which we have chosen to do this on has made it not Mm -hmm. fun. And that is what is stressful about the whole concept. Like I did this because this is something that I love to do. And the app Mm -hmm. is fucking it up for me. Yeah. So we, we have to make it more fun for us. So, you know, yeah. outside of the leaderboard, we won't mention the leaderboard. We also will not do any drama on this show or any other shows that we are on. So if you're on a nope. show with Paco or Shan, we won't talk about it. Um, you know, we're I doing it for the shits and the giggles. And the money, if you want to give it to us. If, yeah, if we if make the money, we make it. the money. But I'm not out here at, at this point. You know, I'm not out here counting on any money because stereo mm-hmm. week after week finds a way to fuck people. Uh, so, yeah. 
Yeah, I will say this though. I was listening to a uh, a live, and it was a guy who was like, he's been on here since September, and he still hasn't been paid. And I was like, must be wrong couldn't be me um i, I need yeah no direct and an upfront um in, in saying that though uh, do you want to just start the show because we already had our little pre-roll but we might as well just go ahead and go in so let's get this popping all right so uh welcome back everybody you are listening to episode i think this is 11 of mike mm-hmm. i'm just a guy who is in the room but i'm joined by the host uh, who are you the one and only Steph. I am not the host. We are co-hosts, Greg. Let's let's give each other credit where credit is due. I wouldn't be here without you, sir. Oh, you thought I said host. I said the host, but it's okay. No oh, here. fuck you um, then. We are definitely back. Um, God, I actually I actually missed the show. I missed this. Like this was fun. Oh, like, I need this. I didn't I, miss I you this at all. Energy in my life. Oh, I, I can figure that. I said I missed the show. Notice I said that. I didn't say you. That's right. You said you missed it. So, the show wouldn't be nothing without me. It would just be you yeah. talking to yourself, Greg. That that usually happens at the two hour mark. Though. I'm used to it. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm no, it, it doesn't. It <laughs> does not. I am an engaged co-host, and at yeah. the two oh, hour mark you? is usually when I'm pouring myself another drink. So you're trying to tell me in 11 days you went and got engaged is what you're saying? So shout out to you. Congratulations to Steph. What the hell? I hate you so much. I'm not engaged. I am very single. Thank you you very much for throwing that in my face, Greg. God, it's the holiday season. Hey, you don't want those K-Jeweler rings anyway. You don't want the, you know, the buy them for, you know, $800 rings. She went to Jared. he went to Jared. Jesus. <laughs> I hope he didn't. I hope he did not. Uh, so, I hope he did not either because uh, I'm going to say no. Absolutely. So, you know, we have the initial pre-roll. So we might as well do that before we do tithes and offerings and then, you know, letting them know exactly what we are here and what we're about. So if you want to yes. do that, that'll be great. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Mike Check. This is uh, the one and only Steph joined here by my co-host, Hey, Greg, uh, we are here to answer all of the questions and talk about all of the things that nobody else wants to talk about. And when we say mic check, let me school you on what we mean. Mike stands for make it clap. So whenever we do a mic check during the show, go ahead and hit that little button at the bottom of the, your screen. And, uh, and and give us some claps, give us some responses, share the conversation and, and let us know that you are loving everything that we do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, God, um, do we need to go back into time and talk about Thanksgiving or do you want to talk about the lack of the weekend feeling like a weekend? Let's do both. Why not, Greg? OK, let, let's let's start there. So uh, first and foremost, anybody who did have a happy Thanksgiving, I'm glad that you did. We had one as well. You know, the wife and I. How about you, Steph? Did you have a good Thanksgiving? I so Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday of the year, mostly because like if if you've seen me, you know that I'm a, a relatively fit person. Uh, but Thanksgiving is the one day a year that I get to have the use the excuse that I am a fat child trapped inside this body, and uh, get to eat 
literally everything I want. I eat my own body weight in Thanksgiving foods. So I had a fantastic Thanksgiving. Uh, I go home back to my lovely garden state of New Jersey every year for Thanksgiving. Uh, and my mom decides to feed me all the fattening foods that I can't eat during the rest of the year. So it was great. I spent it with my parents and my brothers. Uh, and I got to see my niece who was super cute. Um, yeah. And, and just ate myself into a food coma. So that was nice. Mm, okay. Well, that's dope. From us, basically yeah. we did nothing. Um, you know, we stayed in the house. We had, uh, people come past and I think it's cool that folks have, have decided that, you know, maybe it's now time to actually pay attention and, and not. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Hear you uh, you, oh, keep, you keep disconnecting. Yeah, it's definitely this app because I have not moved. I've definitely been sitting in the same spot for the past 10 minutes. And that's mm. just how it treats me. But no big deal. Um, but basically, you know, to continue, my wife and I, we are spending Thanksgiving with the in-laws. And now we are quarantining before we decide to actually head back home. But we will be once again quarantining because we don't want to die. So see, and I think that's smart. I'm glad that, yes, shout out to people that are, are taking this seriously and like actually listening and paying attention and keeping their families safe and keeping the spread low. Um, did you see that the CDC actually released new quarantine parameters today? Uh, can you tell me what these are? Because I saw like an Apple News so, flash, but... Yeah, they've done, they've done, I guess, research on what the mutation of the virus looks like and now recommend that quarantine be seven to 10 days as opposed to at least 14, um, which is kind of cool because it's like, all right, if you've been exposed or if you're not feeling well, like the time is shorter, just stay the fuck home. Like I don't, maybe it's me and, and the fact that I'm relatively an introvert, but like, I am totally fine with staying home for seven days. Like I'm good with it. Like, I don't need to see people all the time. So, yeah, uh, no. yeah I'm I'm not really a people person, but yeah. for me, I'm, I feel like they keep moving the goalposts. It can't go from, you know, one day, you know, one week, it's, you know, seven to 10 days. And then next week, they're like, you know what? We told everybody seven to 10 days. Well, I feel like that's going to happen. I feel like that's going to happen no matter what, because like we're dealing with a virus that we've never had to deal with before. So, yeah, shit's going to change the symptoms the, the the spectrum of symptoms has changed over the course of the last nine months. Like it's gone from and I still don't understand why people are still taking other people's fevers um, because like or temperatures, because like a fever is not always a symptom. So it's going to there. I like it's expected that, you know, the 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 parameters around stuff are going to change but you know just like it's better safe than sorry like i know a lot of people that have gotten covid um many family members friends of mine some of them had very minimal symptoms some of them have very very severe symptoms some of them are long haulers who you know they had covid back in july and are still experienced experiencing side effects as it was as it pertains to having been ill um so it's just like like I'm just of the mindset where it's like, it's not going to kill me to stay home. Like, yes. Does it suck? Like sometimes I want to go out to brunch. Sure. But like, is it going to kill me? No, I'll just get back to doing that shit. When like things go back to quote unquote normal, you know what I mean? 
Now, do you want it to go back to normal? Or do you want a new normal? I mean, my life was pretty good when it was like back to normal. <laughs> okay. Like, like, I'll go back to that. I'm fine with it. But like, okay. I want to make sure that I'm doing it in a way that is safe, that like, you know, that the virus isn't at risk for spread. And, you know, like we have this shit under control before I go back to that normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. For me, I'm just of the mindset. I see too many people dying to the point where I just don't want to be out. Um, even when I go somewhere, like if I have to drive to go grab like lunch or something, I'm still wiping things. Hand sanitizer. Yeah, I have, I have hand sanitizer in my car. I got Lysol wipes in my car. I have disposable gloves. I have like eight different face masks. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it sucks, but it's something that you have to do. I'd rather do all that shit than be in a, in a hospital on like a ventilator. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. I'm never actually giving up the mask anymore. Like, I feel like this is just a part of my ensemble now. Like, my socks and shoes, <sighs> the mask comes with it. Um, I gotta tell you, I need some more fashionable masks if that's going to be the case. And I don't know that I'm willing to get on board with that because I own a serious number of really great lipsticks that uh, masks will not allow me to show off. And I'm not getting that weird mask with the clear plastic square in the middle because I feel like that's like those like clear vinyl shoes too. Like mm -hmm. all you're going to see is like my carbon dioxide on like a foggy window. Like I don't. That's, I definitely was going to ask you if you want to get like the jellies for your like a face mask. Where basically no. had that. Why not? That would be cute. That would be no, fun. it wouldn't because every time I breathe out, it's just fogging up the damn window. Yeah, but or you can go just go to Seven Eleven and get the little clear mask that they have that has uh, like the zipper in it for the straw. You'll be fine. Boy, if you don't get, no. Lord, anyway. If that's so, the case, then what's the point of wearing a damn mask if I already got a little straw hole in it? Ask every Karen on the internet that exactly. That's the, my name is Stephanie, not Karen. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Fair enough. But we have two voicemails. <laughs> Let's get these out the way. Y'all should just stay stuck in home while everybody else who's healthy goes outside and, you know, continues making money, makes the economy work. If you're healthy, this disease does not affect you. I know of at least five people that have gotten it all asymptomatic that's not necessarily Uh, true because one of the healthiest people i know is my brother and he got it and he was not asymptomatic my best friend got it she was very healthy um and she's the one who's who's a long hauler here like she's you know she she had it four months ago and it's yeah, still like she's still not back at work 100% of the time because she's still dealing with heart issues and like also chest, like lung issues. Like there's just this underlying like long term effect that is affecting her. And she was perfectly healthy before, you know, before she had it. So, I mean, I feel like I feel like every situation is different for every person. And like you can say, yes, all the healthy people go out and get it or, or go out and work and do do what you got to do. But like that's not always the case. Here's the thing. When people say stuff like, you know, all the healthy people, I'm like, the healthy people are definitely catching this shit. More importantly, today alone, 184,294 people. Um, I'm pretty sure at least 2,000 of them were healthy or are healthy. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. The the death toll is 1%. That still gives you, you know, 1,800 people a day. Exactly. Like, The Rock got it. And he said, hey, yo, it's not to be fucked with. Um, Mm -hmm. Importantly, if the rock can get it, your ass can get it. So I'm just mm-hmm. of the mindset. I'm just not trying to be somebody who does get it. So I mean, yeah, if you exactly. Healthy and you, if you trust your body, cool, trust your body. Me, I trust my body. I just don't trust everybody else's body. 
And just yeah. because they're, you know, you know, immunocompromised and things like that, like I can give that to, you know, my wife, my kid, shit, I can give it to the dog because now the same thing mm-hmm. can get it. I'm like, okay, you know what? How about, you know, I just do what I can when I'm outside, but then for the most part, stay inside. Yeah. Nobody's telling you like, you know, it's, what is it, uh, 28 days later where you have to be in the house and you have to yeah. turn the lights off and you can't, you can only whisper and shit like that. I'm probably tanking that movie. What was that? Uh, that was a quiet place. That what? was a quiet place. Yeah. <laughs> I think but, that was a quiet place. And what was the one with Sandra Bullock and the blindfolds? Um, what was that movie? Like, uh, oh my God. I didn't Any, watch it. I heard it sucked. Um, anybody who knows that Sandra Bullock movie, the one that she basically like they would blindfold the entire fucking movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, let us know. But let us this know. is not. This is not what this is for me personally. I just am of the mindset. I want to be as healthy as I can possibly be. Um, that includes not taking the first batch of those like medicines. For the first, Agreed. Like, like, the vaccines. Yeah. Nah, I'm not going to do it. Well, I mean, by the no. time, but by the time, because the vaccines, there's, there's like a hierarchy for people who are going to get it. It's going to be first responders. It's going to be the immunocompromised. And then it's going to be released out to the public. So by the time we get it, we will know if there has been a problem with it because a oh. bunch of other people have already had it. Absolutely. Plus, I watched The Walking Dead. I know not to be the first person to do shit. And Lord Jesus Christ. No, I'm, I'm just saying. Like, there's no reason they have all these fucking movies if something like this ain't possible. The reason why I say this stuff, and you saw it in the show notes, uh, you know, in the docket, dead minks were infected with a mutated form of COVID-19 that had the minks rise from their graves after mass culling. So I saw that. So um, here's the deal. <laughs> here's the deal one that is terrifying okay like the mm-hmm. fact that we're trying to we're trying to battle one that already exists and it's like oh look these animals have this mutated version like fuck exactly. we didn't even we didn't even finish the first one yet can we wait for the mutations to come out exactly. uh two uh i i read those articles greg and mm-hmm. i don't know that i believe that the, it, they rose from their graves because their bodies were full of gas like the gas that their bodies filled with was not helium so there is nothing causing them, <laughs> to, nothing causing them to rise all right that's true and that's there true. are thousands and thousands of them did you see those but like there are piles of dead makes just Wait, that's a, i mean i don't know okay. i feel like I'm they just this. didn't didn't bury them and then like we, we got one hard rain and all the dirt washed off. But, but, but just think about it like I, i've seen the thrill of video and all those movies and those horror movies oh where, jesus you know christ like, like you're referring to no. an 80s michael jackson music video so, with really <laughs> shitty special effects so what happens if you are out in Denmark or wherever the fuck they have minks, right? And you just decide, you know what? I'm going to just go chilling. I'm going to lay in the park. I'm going to be at the playground with my kid. And next thing you know, a fucking zombie mink just bites you on the Yo, Not for no one. Okay. It wasn't a zombie mink. They were still very much dead and still very much not moving, Greg. They called them zombie minks. <laughs> All right. But that's not really, that's not really the case because they weren't moving. They were just dead and like at the surface of the earth. Two, did you see where they were buried? I'm not going for a leisurely walk in the death ditch in Norway or wherever the fuck they are. It um, looked like a a quarry that they were just like, let's just dump all these dead animals here and like call it a day. um, See, you know what? You can convince me. You, you, you can convince me. Um, the reason why I say this is because we live in D.C. and this is a wasteland itself. So, I mean, it is, it is what it is, right? Um, yeah. But what, what else do we have? Actually, we haven't even actually, we did the introduction. We talked about Thanksgiving. Um, we did. I needed to ask you, did you end up putting your Christmas tree together? And if you no. do, when are you going to take it down? 
No, because I'm a Grinch and I haven't put a Christmas tree up in three years. Okay. Well, that that goes and like completely destroys my argument right there. (laughs) Well, no, I'll go, I'll go by my family tradition. So like the, the reason that I don't put a Christmas tree up is because I'm never home for Christmas. I'm always out of town. Um, and so, you know, it doesn't make any sense for me to run up my electric bill when I'm not home. Okay. Um, the way my family does it is they put the Christmas tree up the weekend after Thanksgiving and they take it down. And because I'm Hispanic, they take it down after three Kings day in January. Okay. I'm not Hispanic, uh, so. but I'm, I might just have to try that because my should be up until like March. I'm like, wait, what the, what's going on? <laughs> like, wow, no, we take here? it down after Three Kings Day. Not that we celebrate Three Kings Day. Like the mm-hmm. only the only significance that that Three Kings Day holds in our household is that like that's when we take down the tree. Like truly Hispanic rooted families, like not the anglicized Americanized Hispanic family that I come from. Um, they celebrate three Kings day and it's like a, it's almost like a second Christmas if I understand correctly. Um, but yeah, we just use it as the finish line for Christmas. Okay. That's fair. Um, we, we, we'll do the shout outs after we do the tithes and offerings. So um, sure. do you want to do Red Circle first or do you want me to do Tea Public? I'm happy to do Red Circle first. Uh, ladies okay. and gentlemen, thank you for listening first and foremost. If you do want to support the podcast, you can make a one-time donation via Red Circle by following the link in our show notes on whichever streaming platform you use or by going to youngblackpod.com. That is youngblackpod.com all one word.com in our notes there you can find the, the link as well um you can also follow us on instagram at young black pod uh and twitter uh and we also mm-hmm. have exclusive never before heard content for a dollar a week five dollars a month or fifty dollars a year so if you'd like to support the show and get an only fans for your ears go ahead and sign up it's an easy, cheap subscription. And if you know what kind of ridiculousness that goes on in all of our shows, you can only imagine what kind of stuff goes on in the bonus content as well. Absolutely. And you said it very clean because once we get a couple buzzes in tonight, it, it's Ooh, going to this is about to get way um, worse. Yeah. Um, also, with the tithes and offerings, we do have T Public. Uh, they have their store this week from the second to the was it the second to the fourth. They do have sales. So if you haven't gone and spent all your money on Black Friday and you want something for yourself. Uh, you can get up to 30% off on all of our merchandise, uh, including $14 t-shirts, $20 iPhone cases, $30 crew necks and hoodies um, with the new and the old logos. Like, trust me, there's shit for everybody on there. Uh, get your girl something. Get your man something. Uh, get the man that's not your man something. Like anything mm, you want to do. Get your side it, piece a little something, something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we actually have to talk about side pieces because a lot of the side pieces be in the DMs. But we're going to get there. Ooh, we're definitely going to get, get there. there. Oh, boy. So. Out, you know, outside of tithes and offerings, we have to discuss Florida rappers. Um, make it really oh, brief with this. Um, so a Florida rapper by the name of Ace N H. Uh, I guess never he, heard of him. He pay- Is that what the NH stands for? Yeah, never heard. So you know what? You're doing amazing, friend. You're doing amazing. <laughs> Ace never heard. Good grief. You are doing amazing. Clap it up for Steph. Clap it mm-hmm. up for Steph right now. Thanks, y'all. Actually, I'm here all night. Yeah. Oh, wait. Literally. Did you tell these people exactly what the mic check is for? I did, but I will I will absolutely revisit it. The mic check as it is labeled in our our 
podcast name uh is is a request for you to make it clap that's what the mic part of mic check is um if you agree with what we're saying if you like what we're talking about if you think we're funny or clever or charming or whatever you just want to show us some love click the little button at the bottom of your screen and do that uh like i said follow us on instagram share the talk but just show us some love so when we make when we ask you to make it clap go ahead and make it clap absolutely Absolutely. So uh, back to this guy, Ace. Uh, Never heard of him? Beach. Never heard. Absolutely. <laughs> so apparently this rapper, his real name is Billy Bennett Adams III. Oh, j- I'd change it to shit. <laughs> Billy <laughs> Bennett. <laughs> also known as Ace and H, was arrested this past weekend by killing two men at a studio session in Tampa. Authorities say that Adams killed the two men after they recorded the session on Thursday in Lutz, about 15 minutes north of Tampa. Reportedly, Ace and H paid to feature them just so he could lure the rapper into the studio and kill him in which he did that has to be the most fucking ridiculous thing i've ever heard in my life okay i'm not gonna lie to you that's not the least clever way to go about it but like maybe don't still be there after they get killed (laughs) don't book the studio time in your name exactly Like who did it? Oh, who had studio time? Oh, it was um, Billy, Billy Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You know what? Let's, Florida. Oh, let's get some of these Florida's a trash state, man. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, let's get some of these voicemails, though. Do y'all not understand that people are losing their jobs and livelihoods? Like you're talking about lipstick, like Jesus Christ. I think that was taken out of context. I apologize if we've offended you, sir. Yeah, so so much so. I'm actually not upset that we offended you because you're offended at honestly nothing. You're just forcing your way into your own opinion and your own thoughts. It's okay, though. Keep leaving voicemails. We will play them. We appreciate the comment. Okay, well, define healthy then. Are they runners? Do they work out every day? Do they eat healthy every day and abstain from fast food? How healthy were they? They were extraordinarily healthy. They worked out every day. They did eat healthy every day. My brother was a former fitness model. Uh, So, yes, they were healthy. Can I just say something stupid, um, which is smart at the same time? Because... I don't know anybody who says like you have to eat healthy, like somebody just eating lettuce and fucking like cauliflower all day, every fucking day. Like that's everybody will find a reason to get upset about something, Greg. You can't make people happy all the time. Oh, trust me. I don't care about his happiness. I'm having a great time talking to my friend Stefan Mike Check. So next we smell. Hell yeah, you can find love in the DMs. I found my baby mama in the DMs. And uh, she's just all in the DMs all the time. Mm. Oh, I want Berg Talk. Please stay with us because I would like to hear more of that. Yeah, I have to I have to put a pin in that from the DMs to the BMs. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Man. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right. So, you know what? Let, let's go and get through these sports because um, I don't know where we go when it comes to sports anymore because thanksgiving really didn't happen in terms of sports and yeah the nfl do you okay do you want to talk about boxing do you want to talk about the nfl or do you want to talk about the nba first i'm gonna leave it up to you friend let's talk let's talk about this boxing situation (laughs) (laughs) okay um let's talk about that 
actually, I'm, I'm let you take the lead because okay. I'm still kind of flabbergasted by it. So I, I am too. So, um, oh, where do I start? Uh, do we want to start about like? Do we want to start with Nate Robinson? I mean, I feel like that was before we get to that. I do want to say that the winner of the evening was Snoop Dogg. Absolutely. Uh, I feel like he should be allowed to commentate any sport that he wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can put on a medley of his greatest hits at any given time. Absolutely. Uh, and I want more of that. Like, I absolutely want to hear him talk about all sports all the time. Like, can we hire him permanently to, to like, talk about boxing? Because that was incredible. I need this. I need this. Snoop Dogg not only was high during the show, he was high he was, before the show. He was he, smoking on stage. <laughs> on stage. I said, like, you know great. what? This is what we need. We need to just legalize it so people imagine getting a Super Bowl like performance and everybody's just high. Like I'm not gonna lie that. to you. I feel like Snoop Dogg is probably the one person in the United States that can smoke anywhere he wants and people just gonna be like, ah, it's Snoop Dogg, it's fine. Yeah. That's why, like, even like Andre 3000, that's why people be seeing him in the airports. Like, oh, that's just Andre 3000. No big deal. Because he's not yeah. a threat. Snoop Dogg's not a threat. So, no. I mean, shout out to Snoop because, yo, I, I, think I, I swear to God, I'm convinced that Snoop is just high all the fucking time. And that's why he talks the way he does. I bet you if Snoop went a whole day without smoking weed, he'd probably sound like DMX. Mad aggressive, like, not chill at all. <laughs> just be like yo Mike Tyson and like <laughs> and like because he smokes so much weed he's just like yeah it is the best fight ever mm. see Mm-mm-mm. Lord almighty so nuggets of wisdom from your girl stuff yeah so outside of Snoop though he he was a blip on the radar when it came to he was not a blip on the radar so um, let's, let's now get to first. okay let's get to my so i feel like that that entire eight rounds was a disappointment absolutely you can absolutely tell that mike tyson prepared far more than ray Joy- roy jones jr did mm-hmm. uh the man lost 100 pounds shout out to him because like yo i've been working out nonstop seven days a week since february and i haven't lost nearly 100 pounds like i don't know what the fuck he did but i feel like it's cocaine yeah, yeah it has to be anybody <laughs> who tells you that they will eat your children and yeah. enjoy it yeah you don't really want to fuck with them in the ring no he did admit that he smoked weed before the fight too yeah, did, I saw that article i was like wait did he mm-hmm. actually say this or was this like a report that he did nope, no he, he said definitely it. said it mm-hmm yeah Mike Tyson, shout out to you. You are doing amazing, friend. You are you are yeah, a friend. He's, he's living his best life. Yeah. And I definitely just don't want to piss off, you know, Mike Tyson because no. even in the ring, I've never been more scared in a fight that I'm not in. Like Would you imagine, take one punch to the face from Mike Tyson for a million dollars? Um, because I probably would need a new face. I probably <laughs> wouldn't. Imagine, I think I might. Me, I would not take a punch from Mike Tyson for a million dollars. I would take Even a punch from Mike age. Tyson for a million dollars if I was able to like slowly step back as it was coming so I could reduce the velocity. Yeah. Um, his, like with Mike Tyson, like I was watching the way that he was hitting Roy Jr. Uh, Yo. Sorry, uh, Roy Jones Jr. And Roy at one point in the round, I think it was like the fourth round, he came out. He was like, this motherfucker hits hard. I was like, yeah, yeah. it's Mike Tyson. He was like, I'm feeling it. I was like, no shit. (laughs) I'm sitting in my living room and I'm feeling it. 
I was like, you know what? And mind you, I was, you know, I had a drink at that point. I was like, yo, no, there's no way Mike Tyson is hitting like this at that age. Yeah. And then they was they was showing the speed that he was like throwing him. Like they were going yeah. insane, like after. I was like, no, there's no way. He was fucking like 26, 30 miles per hour punches. Yeah, that man is old enough to be my father. And like my dad is not in that kind of shit. Yeah. Love you, dad, but this is only proof that um NBA young boy does not want to fuck with Floyd Mayweather. Um, No. I I just really hope that he understands like you don't want to do that. And I know I just brought two different fighters in, but mind you, if Mike Tyson could do that at his age, what do you think Floyd can do at his? I mean, as long as NBA young boy pulls out an eye chart with a bunch of letters on it, Floyd Mayweather is incapacitated. (laughs) You know what? It is time for you to stop. It is time for you to stop. <laughs> Jeez. Uh. All right. So, you know, we, we, we briefly touched on Tyson and Roy. The fight everybody didn't come to see, but everybody the biggest saw. disaster of the night. Oh, mm. Annie, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Oh, Annie? my God. Nate Robinson. What the fuck was going on? Um, that man looks like he had never set foot in a boxing gym and came to street fight. Like he was throwing the most erratic, just ridiculous punches. Like he was trying to side slap him. I was just like, what are you doing? Wasn't even looking at him when he was throwing a punch. Like that, I knew from round one that that shit was going to be a wrap. There was no reason for that shit to be the way it was to sound like, the way it did. Literally, and, and hit the when he hit the floor, I was like, you know Yo, what? He I'm bounced. Done. <laughs> his face bounced. At one point, his ass was in the air and his face was still like planted, and he just <laughs> laid flat. I was like, oh yeah, he, he's done. Yo, he's like, done. but like he kept getting up, and it's like, bro, you are obviously not okay. Like one of your mm-hmm. eyes is crossed, man. Like just yeah. stay the fuck down. Yeah. Somebody posted a meme of Nate Robinson like looking outside of the ring to uh, the one with Martin when he was fighting the guy on the TV show. Oh uh, my said, god! And it, it looked literally the same. I was like, you That's know what? Terrible. Yeah, the, the memes were going to fly. They've been flying to this day. I got on our little like uh, our meme group, and they're still posting these memes like four days so later. So like, I was really, I was really, really hoping that Nate Robinson had at least set foot in a boxing gym once during Mm -hmm. prepping for this fight and had like some semblance of an understanding of what was supposed to happen when he got in the ring. Um, Because I cannot stand Jake Paul. Like, I don't know a lot about him, but he just looks like the kind of dude that I just wouldn't fucking like in the few interactions that I've seen of his, anything that, that he's done. I just, I think he's an arrogant, just annoying piece of shit. And like and that evidenced itself in the interview in the ring after he won the fight. He was like, I've had to struggle and, you know, I've, I've fought so hard to get to where I am. You're fucking 24. No, you haven't. Yes. Stop it. Makes, he was making $125,000 per video on YouTube. That's you what I'm struggling. saying. Like, you ain't struggle for shit. Shut up. But, see, um, but the, then like that white flight. Did you see that? Like the next day he posted like a bunch of uh, night, night, Nate cannabis. Mm-hmm. for sale and it's just like why are you being a dick like yep. you fought a guy that clearly didn't prepare and mm-hmm. you've had one other fight so like this does not make you fucking Sugar Ray Leonard it doesn't make you fucking Floyd Mayweather sit the fuck down because you about to get your ass kicked one of these days exactly and honestly I feel like it's going to be his next fight a lot of people Probably. Know, like, oh, I was hoping that Nate Robinson was going to be the one but obviously that that didn't happen okay so you weren't the only one i was sitting there like yo like the first round didn't go so well but i was like the second one they gonna come out now he knows you gotta stand yeah. but then no he just hit the mat 
He hit the yeah. mat, and I was like, oh, that's it. The rest is I was like, oh, so, this this is not going to go well. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. I but, sincerely you know, hope he doesn't attempt to go back into the ring for any particular reason, unless it's to clean yeah. up somebody else's sweat. Hey, I mean, if he says he's going to be at WrestleMania, I will watch it because, you know, that's play play anyway. So maybe, yeah. sudden, maybe go ahead and fight Triple H. Do not go and fuck yeah. with White Triple Cassidy. H is still wrestling? Yeah, he's like 48 and he's still Good God. wrestling. Yeah, he's shout like out to the him. Mike Tyson of WWE. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shout out to him, though. But yeah. right, let's move on. So basically the NBA, this is real brief. Um, number one, we have a recent trade that you and I, you know, I put on the docket a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. was there were talks that Russell Westbrook was actually going to be traded to Washington for John Wall. Now it happened right before the show. They actually had this trade happen. So we are getting, uh, the Washington Wizards are getting Russell Westbrook for John Wall and a projected first rounder. I wrote third rounder, but it's actually a first rounder. Um, I don't, I don't know if you like are really into the Wizards or anything like that. Cause I'm personally not, I'm not really invested in them. I'm not either, but I do know enough about them to know that this is probably uh, damaging to Russell Westbrook's career. Absolutely. Because anybody who knows about DC teams, if you come here, the only other place you can go after here is either Cleveland, the Dolphins, or the Jets. Unless it's hockey. Unless it's hockey. With hockey, but you're it's here. Rare. Yeah. Hockey. Um, I was just, I'm really confused. I feel like with, with that trade, Russell, I I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how he feels about this trade. I don't know how, how he perceives this move. I'm sure that, that Washington will pay him handsomely. I just don't know that it's the best career move for him because there's really no place for him to go. Oh, this app really does hate me. Like it. Yeah, it does. Um, this is like the fourth time it's happened, but it's okay. I'm back. But basically what I was saying before I got cut off for the third straight time, back to back to back, um, John wall for me personally, I would trade him to anybody because you paid him his money. You might as well just mm-hmm. let him be here. He likes to party. Um, you sent him to Houston where all he's going to do there is party. When yeah. living in DC, the only thing people know of John Wall to do is fucking party. Like people would go yeah. to like after parties for the Wizards and John Wall wouldn't play, but he would be at the fucking after parties. I was like, wait a minute. Weren't you supposed to be playing tonight? Like I'm at stadium and stuff. I'm like, how are you hosting a party for a team that you didn't play for tonight? John Wall. Like, I don't, I don't know, but Hey, you I take your $120 million. No, I, I, I just, I'll never understand it. John Wall for three years, he was getting paid to do nothing. He actually, I think he tore his ACL after tearing it on, like on the court. He was mm-hmm. off, and then he was about to get healthy again. He was supposed to be playing. What happened was he ended up getting cut, uh, not cut, but he ended up getting a torn ACL again, dancing in his kitchen at a house party. Hey, listen, I've injured myself doing similar things in my kitchen, not even at a house party. So I'm not even going to hate on the man. <laughs> but we also know that I am the single most clumsy person on the planet i deserve to live in a bubble hmm. well yeah you you are you you definitely are because i've yeah. seen at least three of your injuries since we've been friends at least. yeah uh i almost bled out in my bathroom the other day i stubbed my toe and just completely fucked up my big toenail so yeah that's also how did thing. you manage to do that uh so underneath my sink i have like this wire 
uh, like storage rack kind of thing. And it was partially open, like the little drawer was open. And I walked into the bathroom and I went to go stand at the sink to brush my teeth before bed. And I kicked it and my toenail got caught on the drawer that was sticking out, but the rest of my toe went underneath it. Uh, Yeah, it was really fun. That's not good. That's not good. Yeah, no. So I've been walking around kind of limping um, with a lot of bandages and gauze on my toe. It's fun. Oh, well, I, I hope you feel better, friend. But gee, like I hope it doesn't fall off. Well, I mean, if it does, it grows back, though, doesn't it? I know, like, but it's so gross. At least it yeah, didn't happen it in the summer. But like, yeah, the, there's a, a level of superficiality here where I don't want to look at my gross toe. See, Some, something's really wrong with you. There's um, nothing wrong with me. I own I mean, my I own my truth. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't know what is going on with stereo. Usually we have a, you know, we're a little bit more popping right now, but it's okay. Yeah. No big deal. Um, it, it's stereo. Can't, can't mm-hmm. say too much about it. I, um, I feel like this app has certainly uh, done its fair in. share of forcing people off. Yeah, for the most part. We'll be on Clubhouse so. sooner than later, but it is what it is. Um, outside of that, yeah. though, LeBron signed a two-year, $85 million contract to stay with the Lakers. Um, nobody's really surprised there. Yeah, um, no. Uh, but Outside of that in the NBA, the last news article that just popped up today, Paul George criticized Doc Rivers over the way that the Clippers used him. Mm. Yeah, I've been trying to figure out why. What did Paul George do in the playoffs that consistently said, you know what? We're going to continuously go to Paul George for the last shot. We're going to go and trust him with the ball. That's kind of where I'm at with it, where it's like, Yeah, I'm absolutely there. Now, question, are you still, you know, hearing the faint, like, noise in the background? No, I'm not. Okay, perfect. All right, so with that out of the way, you know, the faintness of all that, as well as the NBA, because they ain't shit for, oh, actually, I take that back. I have one other piece of news that I wanted to add to the docket beforehand. So, um, right before we started the show, 48 NBA players tested positive for COVID last uh, in the last week. So- 48. <laughs> So here's the thing, like that is to be expected when you play a sport where you are in close proximity and like sweating and like breathing in each other's faces. Like to be completely honest with you, I, I understand why sports are still going on because I feel like the rest of the the world, the rest of the country would absolutely go ape shit if we didn't have football, basketball and all sorts of other shit. But exactly. Like. Playing basketball or playing football during a global pandemic, like this is to be expected. Who is surprised that 48 fucking people ended up with COVID last week? But additionally, like that is a personal responsibility. If you don't feel well or you are showing Mm -hmm. some level of symptoms or you've been exposed to someone who has COVID, because I feel like all three of those cannot be like ignored. You know what I mean? Like you can't not feel well or you can't feel fine and not have symptoms and not know that you were exposed to COVID, especially when you are um, an NBA player. Like that is something that you need to monitor. So like if your career depends on it, don't fucking be around people like protect yourself so that you're not putting the entire league at, at risk. I don't um, think they really care personally. I just think I don't think so either. To, to be honest with you, like they're just trying to get their money. Yeah, I mean, and you know, we're definitely going to touch on this when it comes to NFL next. I was just really kind of concerned 
at the levels and the numbers when it comes to this COVID shit. Because mm-hmm. everybody else in the world is going, you know, on as it's, just, it's not normal. They're like, okay, like, yeah, the COVID numbers are going up, but let's just continue to keep doing things. Yeah. Let's continue. And mind you, California, like, they don't have hospital beds right now, but people like, yeah, no, like, they're at a point where they're like considering really drastic measures. Yeah. Uh, but that's because, you know, 75 degree days, people are like, you know what? Let's just go have a bonfire. At you know yeah. two o'clock in the afternoon, but you go ahead and you have fun with that, friend. Yeah, like I said, I know a girl in the D.C. area that like went to a Halloween party, and she's like, "Yeah, there were like two hundred people there." I was like, "Bitch, what are you doing? I don't want to see you until twenty twenty three. Don't come near me. Don't come near my house. Don't send me emails. Like, I don't want to. Don't call me. I don't want any kind of contact with you until I know that you don't have anything. Because like, who the f- like." Who? Yeah. Who goes to a party with two hundred people? Is why? Just why? Like, remember we said a couple weeks ago we were trying to figure out why everybody all of a sudden wanted to do hookah and shit. Never yeah. understood this. Like, but now people, like you said, are going to house parties and they're at capacity. I'm like, yo, there's fucking fifty people in a one bedroom apartment. How? Yeah. Why? What What the fuck is going on with y'all? Because like, they feel like, like if they squeeze that many people into a one bedroom apartment, like it's not going to like transmit from person to person because it's just well, we can fit everybody into this room, and it's like no, there's a reason that they say no gatherings more than ten people because we are now at a point where like it needs to be contained and like nobody's doing anything because like summer came and it was the the low point of the flu season and like nobody really gets sick in the summer. And, you know, the, the virus kind of died down a little bit and everybody was just like, oh, dope, we can go back to normal, not remembering that illnesses flourish when it gets cold. Exactly. But that that right there, it kind of is like gets on my nerves because people all summer were saying, you know what, if I'm outside, it's fine. This is all summer. Oh, yeah. If I'm outside, if I do this, I do this, I'm fine. I can go to brunch because they have it outside. I can go and see a friend. I'm guilty of outside. that. I will not yeah. even... I will not even deny it. I'm like, if I can eat outside, then I will go. Yeah. But the thing for you, though, is you're responsible about it. You can say, like, even when you quarantine, you've already quarantined before you got there. And you can have to, like, I'll be with you and I can just know. Yeah. And the people that that I was going with, like, we've all Mm -hmm. agreed since the very beginning that, like, we were going to be the only people that hung out with each other. So, like, I know the people that I was going to brunch with also have been home not going out on a regular basis and going everywhere under the sun and like when they go out to social events they are going out with me who has also stayed home and not gone anywhere not been exposed to anything so it's like i trust you you trust me let's go out together and so like we would minimize that but like i went out to brunch one day in annapolis and like the number of people and it must have been like side chick day at the Naval Academy because there was all sorts of sailors with like mail order brides roaming around Annapolis. And I was like, mm-hmm. this is clearly yeah. y'all first date, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the number of people like made me uncomfortable. I was sitting outside. I was having brunch outside and I was just like, I feel like these people are still too close to me. Yeah. Like I'm the same way with you. Like, the only difference for me is I don't I don't want to say I don't mind a crowd, but like I don't mind being outside and I can like distance myself from people. No. My issue is when I'm out, like, for example, I had to go to the Verizon store because my SIM card wasn't working. So I went to Verizon and there was a guy that just was sitting outside of the Verizon wireless at a bench, like literally like six feet away from the door. And mm-hmm. he took his mask completely down. I was like, you, you realize this establishment is open, right? Yeah. Like, 
put your fucking mask on. He was like, well, you guys have your mask on. Why should I? And I was like, you're the reason why we have fucking make zombies and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, like you that's to- like people, and that's what drives me insane. Like people don't, under, like they don't understand it. Like a mask is not to protect me. It's to protect you from anything that's exactly. coming out of my mouth. It's like my underwear don't protect you from peeing on me. They protect me from peeing on you. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Like, if you want to put it into a way that people are going to understand, (laughs) let's be real about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how that works. Um, But, like, I I actually, when I was back home, witnessed, I went shopping on Black Friday because my mother convinced me to do it. It was the worst mistake I've ever made. I was out for, like, 20 minutes and was just like, all right, I got to go home. I can't do this. But um, I did score myself a very cute pair of boots. um, And while I was paying for said boots... Uh, I watched this woman get into a full-blown argument with the cashier. One, because she was trying to get a refund on a card that she didn't pay for the item with, which is fucking stupid. Like, she just was unable to comprehend that. So I already knew she was fucking dumb. Um, But, like, pulled her mask down and was, like, in this cashier's face, like, yelling and making a scene. And I was just like, Lord Jesus, this is how shit spreads. Like, because these ignorant fucking dolts. Yep. are out here just being careless because they're fucking stupid like i just i can't do it i can't do it. like the, the primary driver for the spread of this is just people being dumb bingo like don't be dumb and that's the thing how fucking hard is it to not be dumb like it's either apparently dumb, it's very difficult it has to be has to be but you know what you know, we're not here to, you know, kind of like condemn people because we're about to condemn the NFL um, Ooh, and Roger Lord. Goodell. Um, we, we are here with, um, do you want, actually, let's, this is what we're going to do. We're going to start with week 11. We're going to talk okay. about the news between week 11 and then we're going to go into week 12 um, mm-hmm. because I, I want to congratulate you, Steph. The reason why I want to congratulate you is because you won week 11. You won mm-hmm. by a significant amount. Mm-hmm. You had 59 total points out of, I think, like, or are we live again? Is this? Yeah, we 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 better be live. You know, we better be app. live because yo, they better fix this shit. Not only now, but like right now. Um, mind you, I was using the AirPods, right? So I was using those. That shit said those weren't working. You know, you kept having an issue with that. Yeah. So then I went just like you know, just speaker only, where I just opened the speaker and just started talking. Same fucking issue. So I was like, okay, this can't be it. Then it would like freeze me to the point where I could still see you talking. Like I could see your mouth moving, but then it would just mm-hmm. stop completely. So I had to force close the app and open it back up. That oh, didn't work. Um, yeah, no, it kicked me out and was like, it made me check off a bunch of boxes talking mm-hmm. about fucking, if you want to keep recording, uh, check off the boxes, don't spam, don't do anything illegal. It's, <sighs> I hate yeah. this app. Well, here's the thing. Um, when it comes to this app, for anybody, since I don't think we have anybody in here right now at this moment, I will say this. I enjoy talking to you on here. It's easier for us. It's affordable. Mm-hmm. We don't have to sit near, you know, a Zoom or something like that. I would like yeah. to continue using this without the the bullshit behind it, the drama. That like no drama. But here's the problem. Um, I don't think that. Uh, I don't think that they can figure out how to get rid of the drama and the bullshit. Like. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. For us, we don't have that. We don't have the drama because the only thing we have to deal with is the app. Once the app mm-hmm. fixes itself and stops giving money to Jeff Ross and shit, they'll be better off. 
Um, in yeah. saying that, though, I wanted to shine light for the people who did come back to us. Shout out to Frankie Martin, Jetlag, and Rosie Go Lightly. Thanks for the three that are in here right now that, you know, I think two of them actually left, but whatever. We are back. Yeah. Needless to say, we need to get back into sports. Um, I'll yeah, figure out a you way were in the middle that. of congratulating me, Greg. Absolutely. Um, the reason why I wanted to congratulate you is because you did amazing, friend. Um, Thank you, 59 sir. to 50. Um, and you got two games absolutely right. You got Seattle right and you got Carolina right. So I wanted mm-hmm. to actually, you know, give you your flowers because you deserve it. I, I felt like I got spanked week 11. Thank you, sir. Um, and I, I really appreciate the fact that you, you let me talk my shit all week and you were like, you know what? I'm going to just leave it up to the scorecards. And you definitely Listen here, that. sir. I'm a silent winner. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Um, the reason why I do is because <laughs> you, you won convincingly by nine points. Um, but we'll talk about week 12 after we get through the news before the games. So sure. before we get into the week 12 scenario and the results to that, Mm-hmm. Week 12 started really fucking weird. Um, everybody yes. on the Ravens ended up having fucking COVID for some unknown reason. We were trying mm-hmm. to figure out how. I'm talking about the defensive line all had COVID. The offensive line, like six of them had COVID. Then you had uh, coaches, practice squad, they had COVID. And then Lamar Jackson had COVID. I think they were honestly, they were just going to keep shit the way it was until uh, yeah. Lamar Jackson. They were like, oh, wait. Lamar <laughs> they were like, oh, shit. <laughs> they were like, now we got to do something. <laughs> so so not only did that happen it postponed the game from what was it? it was supposed to be on sunday right so it's supposed, it to, be supposed to be on sunday sunday and then i think they pushed it to what wednesday yeah they pu- they pushed it twice so it's supposed to be yeah. early one o'clock no it's supposed to be four o'clock and then went from four o'clock to monday went from monday yeah. it was supposed to be at four it was at 405 to tuesday then they pushed it from tuesday to tonight and then pittsburgh won because obviously yeah. i mean who the fuck else were they playing um right that was not the game I really cared about with the COVID situation. No. The the Saints and the fucking Denver Broncos, we're going to talk about it when we get to... Actually, we don't even need to do the recap of those, for yeah. real, um, because there was no recap for that game. It was pretty much... Yeah. They got spanked. They had no quarterback. So how the fuck is it possible mm-hmm. to... Yeah. Um, outside of that, let's, let's start with Thursday Night Football. So when it came to it, outside of COVID, we had a few games that were good, a few games that were bad for Thanksgiving. Now, mind you, when I say a few games, I'm talking about the two games that actually got played. Um, the Washington football team, by yeah. the grace of God, they killed the fucking uh, Dallas Cowboys for, uh, 41 to 16. Surprised the shit out of me. Yeah. Um, behind, uh, what's his name, Antonio Gibson's three touchdowns. Wasn't expecting that out of him. Now, how do you feel about that? How, how do you feel about the Washington football team actually winning on Thursday night football. On Thanksgiving. I mean, I feel like that's what you've been hoping that the Jets do all season every time you pick them and they lose. <laughs> like I feel like the Washington I feel like the Washington football team is in the same boat where it's like we know they're probably going to lose, but we hope that they win one game. One and game. This was it. And I mean, I understand yeah. how they did it. Like Dallas is 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 running low on on, you know, on assets. So, you know, I don't I don't. I didn't anticipate that they were going to win, but uh, you know, I didn't yeah, think that they either. were going to lose by much at all. You know, yeah, me either. I, I was just really convinced that like the games that were supposed to be good games were going to be good games, and they were bad games. Like the yeah. football team game, I was expecting that to be like nine to ten. I was like, yo, that that's a score that I could actually see happen. But yeah, exactly. Um, 
the Patriots, for some unknown fucking reason, they beat the Cardinals by a field goal. Whatever. Yeah. Um, the 49ers without Jimmy G, and shout out to Jimmy G. I think he's starting this Sunday, too. I really hope him oh God, and... I miss um, him. Him and Kittle are talking about they might be back on Sunday. And if that happens, Lord Christ, yes, I, I need this. some Jimmy G. I, and you know he was he's been fucking that porn star for the past six weeks consecutively he's like you know what oh. he's <laughs> like oh, man i was already fucking with this bitch I'm gonna keep going in. <laughs> so, so they won you, uh you need some new new though calm me. oh see see something, wrong with you. something something is wrong with you that um, man is beautiful I, shut your mouth uh, hey if, if you say it you meant it but <laughs> let, let's let, let's start here um the Texans beat the Lions 41 to 25. And mm-hmm. after they beat them, Matt Patricia got fired. And damn it, yeah. you called it three weeks ago. You called it three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You said not only was this going to happen, you said he's not going to make it to the end of the season. We have it recorded when you said he wasn't going to make it. How mm-hmm. in the f- you called it stuff? Sir, uh, I vote myself to be the commissioner of the NFL coming up next season. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like I'm I'm, a, I'm one of those quiet people. Like people assume that I don't know a ton about football, but I watch, I sit and mm-hmm. I watch and I observe. And I've been watching football long enough to know when someone's not going to be successful. I knew that Matt Patricia wasn't going to be successful on the Lions when he was on the Patriots. Well, damn. When um, he was the assistant head coach on the Patriots, I knew that that was going to be the best that he was going to do. There's a Patriots fan in the, in the audience that is non-existent right now. It's probably yeah. saying to say it in their head. You know what? You might be right, but the Patriots are going to the playoffs. And the only reason they're saying that right now is because the Patriots are five and six and they should literally be right now. Only a two victory team. Yeah. Cause they are trash. God, they're trash. <sighs> they are trash. And they're, you know what? Sorry, Kim. I love you. I loved you, but uh yeah no listen i I think that and and part of the reason that i i had a hatred for matt patricia was because again he was in the tom brady bill belichick championship era new england patriots while i was a lowly jets fan fucking sitting at the bottom of my division but i never was a big fan of matt patricia and Mm -hmm. when he left new england said that he was taking the head coaching job in detroit i was like uh good for him but i don't know how long that's gonna last and Uh, did not last long because he's just, he doesn't have the chops. Like, let's be real about it. The NFL, like moving from an assistant coaching position to, to a head coach position is a big step in the NFL. Like when you're the assistant coach, you've got the head coach to lean on. When you're the head coach, you don't have anybody to fucking lean on. You are the play caller. You are the one who drives that team. And you are the one who is single-handedly responsible for all of the play calling on the team. And Matt Patricia wasn't a good play caller. Absolutely. You know what? Said it better than I could. Um, damn, man. Man, you're, you're right. I, I have not. Yeah. Um, but let's move on to the next game. So the Bills ended up beating the Chargers. The Falcons ended up beating the Raiders in a surprise. But that was what mm-hmm. it was. We're, we're going to talk. We're definitely going to talk about that because that, you know, that has something to do with our little bet that's going on. Um, yeah, yeah. Vikings, we're going to talk about it, though. We got the Vikings beating the Panthers by one point. Uh, we have the Browns surprisingly beating the one in 10 Jaguars. Notice I said surprisingly because Baker yes. Mayfield actually showed up to play. And mm-hmm. only one by two points, which yeah, th- th- that goes without saying. The Bucks and the Chiefs, they ended up playing. What was that? That that was at night, I believe. Um, and they ended up beating the Bucks twenty seven twenty four. We had the mm-hmm. Packers on. Was that Monday night? I think no, that was uh, Sunday night. The Packers yeah. ended up beating the Bears forty one to twenty five. The yeah, Eagles lost to 
the Seahawks, 23 to 17. That was another easy call. The NFL game of the week, everybody, the game that was supposed to be (laughs) the game of the week, the blowout of the week, the the revenge game for the beard, the beard. I'm talking about Ryan Fitzpatrick, everybody. He was traveling back to New Jersey to play the New the New York, the New Jersey, whatever you want to call them, those Jets. He was playing them in a revenge <laughs> game. And boy, was it the worst game I had ever seen in my life. Straight um, fucking garbage. Um, like, I allowed. can't. <laughs> I love how the Jets game is the game of the week every week. Right every week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm so mad. You do this to me on purpose, man. No, I'm, I'm honestly I'm starting to do it to myself because I'm starting to feel like I'm a fan <laughs> of the Jets as a proxy to you because it's like wait a they minute, they suck Sam, you in, man. It sucks you in. <laughs> Misery Sam, loves company. Sam Darnold had no touchdowns, threw for two interceptions, 197 yards. Ryan Fitzpatrick he did decent, 24 for 39, 257, two touchdowns. Um, the I'm trying to figure out. A highlight for the Jets. Um, Brashawn Perriman. Brashawn Perriman, he had four receptions for 79 yards. That's pretty good. That's pretty that's, good. I could do four fucking receptions for 79 yards. Who are you kidding? Okay, that's fair. Um, Frank, <laughs> Gore, Frank Gore, who is literally like the Hulk Hogan of the NFL and won't go anywhere. He's uh, <laughs> 74 yards on 18 attempts, which uh, according to what I read on ESPN, like that's not a lot. Like seven, no. 18 attempts. So here's the deal. I feel like I feel like nothing should be called a quote unquote accomplishment if someone who does not play professional football can mm-hmm. accomplish it. Yeah. I was like, I was like wait, like, 74 yards on 18. Att- that means you had to run 18 times to get those 74 yards. Like, yeah. You know, that, that's not, that's not good enough for me. That's you got to do a little bit better. Yeah. You got, you got to do a little bit better. That Franco, you knew better. You, you definitely knew better, friend. But I, I mm-hmm. wish you well. I wish you all the best. I'm sure that you are a great guy in real life. And I know he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, mainly because he just will not fucking retire. But shout out to him. Unfortunately, we, we, we're here, um, Steph. Mm-hmm. We're here. Um, Adam Gase is still the fucking coach. Of New York I Jets. don't fucking understand it. I feel like the Jets are just like, let's see just how bad things can get like the only thing the only thing that and how is the new york jets like the only team that hasn't had any issues with covid have you noticed (laughs) it's like think about it like right now like say for example this week they were well last week they were playing the ravens right the ravens don't have the quarterback they don't have the defense and the jets were playing them in Mm -hmm. jersey right Mm -hmm. they would still end up losing 20 to 3 yeah with the replacements, though. Yeah. How to... F- Look, okay. Dear Adam Gates, like... <laughs> actually, you know what? I, at this point, I need them to keep... You know what? I, I need them to this keep... Week's, <laughs> this week's Adam Gates, Why Are You Still Here award goes yes. to Adam Gates. <laughs> it has to. How, do, how is he still here? Seriously, Adam Gates, why the fuck are you still here? Why? Mind you, mind you, we've been asking we've been asking this for eleven episodes now, and I've been trying to figure out how the fuck this man. This, at least this week, because it's like, wait a minute, Adam Gates, you lost to the Miami Dolphins at home, twenty to three, and you got your starting quarterback back that you don't want, and he purposely did not. 
all the players just at this point, they're like, we don't want to produce so he can get fired. Because I who? legitimately like that has to be it. That has to be the, the, that has to be the case. Either that, or it's like, no, I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. I think that they've all just given up and they're just like, we're not going to fucking do anything. We're just going to collect this check and wait until this fucking guy gets fired and maybe shit will get better. But that's the thing. You would expect that week three, week four. We are at week 13, and the Jets organization is like, look, I get it. We lost again. Well, this is what happens when you put Woody Johnson's idiot son in charge. Oh, well, so you know what? (laughs) That is one and only stuff. Like, (laughs) wow. Come see me. Come see me. I will tell you to your face. Jesus Christ. You know what? You're right, friend. You're absolutely right. Um, we, We need to go back because... We didn't highlight Tyreek Hill's game. He almost broke the NFL fucking record for receiving yards in the first quarter. Yeah. Are you trying to 263 yards in the first quarter? Three touchdowns? I mean, at, at some, it is at some point, yo, he had the Grand Theft Auto all ammunition <laughs> this week. Because I was sitting like, there's no fucking way this man. Here's the thing. I'm playing against him in my paid fantasy league this week. Oh and shit! <laughs> I, I was scheduled. I was scheduled to win one thirty three to one twenty seven. At this point, you know, I was Dang. all the one of my games were done. Right? I saw that Tariq Hill in NFL fantasy had fifty eight point six points. I was like, "What the fuck am I? How? <laughs> How?" Like, matter of fact, hold on. I, 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 Nobody believes me when I tell them this. They're like, Greg, there's no way you basically lost to Tariq Hill. I'm going yeah. to tell you what my roster was because, you know, it actually hurts my heart to know this. Yeah. So week 12, I lost 183.94 to 131.18. 131 points is not <laughs> anything. It's nothing to sneeze at, right? I'm going to no. tell you what my, my starting lineup was, and then I'm going to tell you my opponents. And then I'm going to tell you the points. So... Basically, I had Ryan Fitzpatrick, Giovanni Bernard. Um, I had Robinson from Jacksonville. I had Allen Robinson from Chicago, Cooper Cup, Travis Kelsey, Robbie Anderson, uh, Harrison Bucker, the kicker from, uh, what's the name, from Kansas City. And I had the Bears defense, right? He'd be like, hey, that's a solid team. Now, here was who was on my bench. Ryan Tannehill, Ronald Jones, Christian McCaffrey, Tyler Boyd, Damian Harris, uh, Chase Claypool, and Allen Lazard. Oh. And uh, Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel had 24 points. It literally could have brought me up. But here's yeah. who I was playing. I was playing this guy. His name was Y'all Better Vote, right? So mm-hmm. he had Justin Herbert, 18.44 points. Dalvin Cook, 10.20 points. Now, mind you, Dalvin Cook kind of went down in the first half. So it was like, okay, great. Once I saw that, I was like, good. I'm in the money. I'm about to win, right? I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Um, he had Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones only had 10 points. He had Antonio Brown, who did nothing. Um then this is where shit went left. <laughs> he had Tariq Hill, 57.9 points. Good God. Da- now, Dallas Goddard, 20.50 points, right? Now, here's the thing. Guess who dropped Dallas Goddard last week when he did nothing? <laughs> Me. Um, he also had A.J. Brown, 25.8 points. He had the, the one kicker who kicked all fucking game, Young Hoku. Young Waku, Young Hoku. 21 fucking points. And he had the Rams defense for a total of 183.94 points. Fuck fantasy football. At this point, <laughs> I, I'm just going to draft kickings because I, I was so upset because I was like, there's no fucking way I lost this way. Absolutely no, no yeah, way. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out how a wide receiver with a neck like his can actually turn his head. Bro, how does he run that? He, like, yo, the, the neck. He's a monster. Like, yo, 
This dude has to, he looked like he has a neck that he has to turn his whole upper body to look behind him. Okay, so clearly we're both going to hell, and that's fine, because <laughs> it's, it's got to be better than here. It definitely has to be better than here, friend. It has to be better than here. So, in, in saying that, we, we've already gotten through those. Uh, we need to talk about, is Tom Brady still some shit, like we've said before? Mm. Now, the reason why I ask this question, you have to think about it thoroughly, is Tom Brady some shit, or is just him and Bruce Arians not a good match? I feel like that the latter. Uh, I said the same thing. I feel um, like it's the latter, but I I also don't I don't think that I can name a coach in the NFL that would work well with Tom Brady. To be honest with you, that that's true. But I, I also just I don't see Bruce Arians. He he doesn't have it. He didn't have it in Arizona. No, he he's never had it. You, I completely agree with you. Bruce Arians has never been a great coach. But like in in looking at the the roster of available NFL coaches. I cannot single-handedly point out one particular coach that would know what to do with Tom Brady. And I don't know if that's a testament to the coaching staffs or if if that's a testament to Tom Brady, because I feel like if you are an elite quarterback, you should be able to fit into any scheme. And he's not doing that right now. When I, when I looked at Tom Brady's stats, I actually was like, you know what? He didn't really have a bad game. He had an off game, but damn sure it wasn't a bad game. Yeah. He went, 345 yards, 27 for 41, three touchdowns and two interceptions. You're like, okay, cool. Mind you, fine. That that seems like, honestly, that's probably one of Tom Brady's better games. Mm -hmm. But he was going against Patrick Mahomes, who went 462 yards, 37 for 49, three touchdowns, no no interceptions. Notice I said no interceptions after Mm -hmm. throwing the ball 49 times. But here's the thing. 462 total yards, 269 of those with 13 receptions, three touchdowns, Tariq Hill. Un-fucking- yeah. I mean, we also have to take into consideration the fact, too, that Tom Brady is, by NFL standards, ancient. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we're looking at a new generation of NFL quarterbacks that are coming up and are going to be the Tom Brady's of their day. And yep. Tom Brady is now the, the Peyton Mannings. Yep. You know what I mean? So we we have to put that into perspective as well, where it's like, yes, he was an elite quarterback, but his time in the NFL is dwindling. Very much so. All right. So, you know, we basically we're going to do the week 12 results and then we're going to do the playoff predictions for us. And then we're going to ease on to the hot topic, which is obviously, can you find love in the DMs? Because clearly that's what people are here for to keep stepping in and out. But trust me, we're getting there. Um, and we're actually doing it faster than I thought we would. So shout out to that. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to the playoffs right now, here are the AFC leaders. We have Pittsburgh. Well, I Kansas thought we were going to do the, the week 12 results. Oh, sorry about that. Let me go back. Uh, Gregory, get your life I'm, together, bro. I'm, I'm fucking up. I'm fucking up. Excuse me. You really? So, who brought this fan? <laughs> so so week so week 12 um it, it it was very close um i had 96 points you had 94 points the, uh, um, the reverse is actually oh that's right you had 96 yes i had sorry 96 i was points. looking at it um, incorrectly oh no no trust me honestly for some reason <laughs> when you look when you look at the actual grouping and you look at the weeks it's so yeah. weird when you actually see it because it'll it always is. show your opponent ahead of you. Yeah, it's so strange. Yeah. So, you know, I, I barely skated by. Um, mm-hmm. I, I bet low on a lot of games that I shouldn't have bet low on. And I bet high mm-hmm. on a lot of games that didn't really matter. Um, yeah. More importantly, we could, you know, collectively, we just, we kind of sucked this week. Um, we did. Um, but I also we, feel like, I feel like 
week by week, football is getting fucking stranger. And mm-hmm. so it's really hard to make something accurate and functional happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what? Before we get to this, it looks like we have a voicemail. I don't know who it's from. Hey. Thank you for actually sending the voicemail, but here we are. I definitely never heard of anybody finding love in the DMs. Only thing you find in the DMs is one night stands, maybe at some goddamn Netflix and chill type shit. Shout out to Lamar J. Shout out to him. Yeah, shout out to him. We've got stories. I've got stories. Not personal stories, but I know people. Oh, absolutely. And just, just give us 10 minutes. Give us 10 minutes of your time. Trust me. We're going to get through these football picks. We're going to get through the results. And trust me, yeah, yeah. you're going to get the answers. We're going to have a lot. Um, so basically, we got the Dallas. We both collectively got the Dallas game wrong. I was mm-hmm. right about the Falcons Atlanta. game. But honestly, mm-hmm. I mean, the only reason I did it was because I needed one game that was contrarian. So that was my one yeah. contrarian game of the week. Um, the Colts losing was kind of a, a toss up because I was like, yo, they're playing in Indy. They should have won that fucking game. They definitely so, should have. Yeah, they didn't win. Arizona was the one I was like, you know what? I'm absolutely sure they're going to win, but I still bid low. I was like, I'm not going to yeah. give them my 14 or 15. I'm going to give them two. So I gave them two and I ended up losing that one. And we both lost with the Rams. I felt like we both we both even said 10, which I yeah. hoped. I was like, you know what? That would have been the determining factor if they won. Because at that yeah. point, like, it, it was what it was. But either way, you know, shout out to you. You're still in the lead officially. So Thank you, know, in sir. the term. In the terms of standings, by points, you were up by five and you were still up by two games. We Honestly, I don't feel like we're going to finish the season because of the way Probably this COVID not. Shit, it's not. Uh, so but, we can um, just go on these scores. I take my steak medium rare. Thank you. Here we, here we are. Here we Sauteed are. mushrooms, no spinach. I, I got you. I got you. But <laughs> since, since we know we have a week 13, basically, I need you to get three games wrong and I have to get two games right in order to tie three to either take the lead. All right, um, let's go through week 13's picks. All right, so week 13's picks. I feel like week 13 is going to be a wild one. It, it's going to be a wild one. So let's it's be go a doozy. All right, so for some reason, there is no Thursday night football game again this week, um, unfortunately. Because of COVID. But, uh, absolutely. Um, they have postponed, a, I think, Monday we have two games. We have one game at 4 o'clock, and, no, one game at 5 o'clock, and we have one game at 8 o'clock. And then Dallas and Baltimore has been moved to Tuesday, Tuesday. at 8.05. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you do play fantasy football, please, uh, tonight, when you're listening to the show, go ahead and adjust your waivers for this week so you can get yours clear. I tell anybody that right now because you don't want to be the person you wake up in the morning and the two people that actually are worth getting on waivers you can't get. So do that now. Um, anyways, saying that to say this, the first game of the week, we have New Orleans visiting the Atlanta Falcons. Who do you got? New Orleans. I have the Atlanta Falcons. Winning streak. Yeah, I have the Falcons. So let me just go ahead and say, you know, the Falcons game. We got that is a, you know, comparative pick. The next yep. game, we have Detroit traveling to Chicago to play the Bears. Who do you got? Chicago. I have the Lions. Wow. I have the Lions, upset. I have the Lions beating Chicago um, because Matt Patricia is gone. So I, I just, I, I have a feeling. Um, the next right. game, though. We have the Tennessee Titans having the visiting Cleveland Browns come to play them at 1 p.m. Tennessee. I have Tennessee as well. Um, Next, we have the Cincinnati Bengals playing the Miami Dolphins in Miami. Who do you got? Miami. Same here. Um, We have the Vikings inviting the Jaguars into Minnesota to play at 1 p.m. Who do you got? Vikings. Same here. I have the, I'm sorry, next game, we have the Jets inviting the Vegas Raiders 
We so already crazy. know that I'm betting against the Jets. <laughs> you know what? Fuck that you know what? team. You, I have to say this. I picked the Raiders too, because fuck that. I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm tired of going with the Jets. I'm sick of this shit. I'm absolutely sick of this shit. So no, I'm going with fuck the Raiders. That team. <laughs> fuck that team. At least this week. Fuck them this week. Um, so we have the Colts versus the Texans. Who do you got? The Colts. I have the Colts as well. Um, the Rams are traveling to Arizona at 4 p.m. for the first game of the 4 o'clock slate. I have Who taken have? Arizona. I have Arizona as well. We have the New York Giants playing the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle at 4.05. Who do you got? Absolutely Seattle. I said the same as well. Um, we have the Philadelphia Eagles playing in Green Bay against the Packers at 4.25. Who do you got? Without question, Green Bay. I said Green Bay as well. We have the New England Patriots traveling to L.A. to play the Chargers. Who do you got? Chargers. I said the Patriots. Okay. So, the, 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 these three so games you have be, a chance. I got a chance to win it or lose by six, right? So, <laughs> so, hey, it, it is what it is. Um, we got the Kansas City Chiefs playing the Denver Broncos at, on Sunday night football. Kansas City. I got Kansas City as well. We have the Washington football team playing the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh at Come Monday on. at five o'clock. Come on now. Yeah, I, I see the Steelers as well. <laughs> really um, I, I definitely said the Steelers as well. We, we, now, th- this one this one is actually throwing me off because yeah. we, we know we might get Kittle back and we might get Garoppolo back and they're both yeah. completely healthy now. Um, it's just a matter of if they're going to activate them from IR by tomorrow. Um, they are inviting the Buffalo Bills into San Francisco. Actually, they're not playing in San Francisco. They're playing in Arizona for the next two games. Yeah. So who do you have, the Bills or the 49ers? Right now, I have the Bills, but if Jimmy G comes off IR tomorrow, I'm taking the Niners. Yeah, I- I'm the same way. I might have to switch it up. I don't have a lot of confidence in this game. I'm not going to tell you my confidence score. I don't score, either. I'm not going to tell you my confidence score. <laughs> I don't yeah. have a lot of confidence. Yeah. But I have the bills right now. But yeah, I'm sense. telling you, same way you have it, if Jimmy gets activated, then I'm going to go ahead and yeah, just go ahead and switch it. to the Niners. And the last game of the week, Tuesday night, 8 p.m., we have Baltimore inviting the Dallas Cowboys to play in Baltimore. Who do you got? Well, uh, does Baltimore have enough players? <laughs> That is key. Definitely key. Does Baltimore have eleven healthy players? I don't think they do. (laughs) Uh, I I pick Baltimore anyway because Dallas is really hurting. But Jesus, I I don't know. I did too. So we we have three games that could either have me tie with you, or I lose by at least six. You know, I'm sorry, at least four. So. Basically, we have the Falcons game, we have the Lions game, and the Patriots game. That game is going to determine how either far ahead you pull or mm-hmm. if we end up starting to even things out. Because right now you're up by three. So shout out shout out to you, friend, just for you having this three-game lead. So Yeah, we, how fucked up would it be if we end up tied at the end of the season? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so blown. I'm not splitting that goddamn check. <laughs> I would door dash an Outback (laughs) Steak to your house to be like, yo, fuck it, I don't care. You know what? The way the way twenty twenty is working, I don't see it not happening. Yeah, listen, we only got we only got twenty nine days left in this godforsaken year. Let's hope the twenty twenty one is miraculously better. Let's hope so. I would like to go to the pool. I'm tired of having to go travel to somebody else's like city, state, and country in order to go to the beach. Even Where, here's the- here's the deal. In the spring, I have full intentions of purchasing a home near the beach. 
So mm. you, the See? wife, and the baby are all invited. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Auntie Steph said, hey, y'all come here. I like that. But That's y'all gotta auntie. leave before she starts crying. Because I don't okay. do crying babies. Okay, well, fine. Fine, <laughs> fine. fair enough. Let, let's get these two voicemails out the way, though. I mean, I think we could find love in the DMs if people would take it more seriously. I had hit this guy up a few weeks ago. I really liked his profile. I thought it was cute. I saw a picture of him with his mom, and I'm like, that's what I want. Um, Like, someone sweet like that. So I hit him up in his DMs, and I was like, so hypothetically, how would one get your attentions in the DMs? And then he was like, you've got it. And I was like, oh, crap. Like, I didn't even (laughs) think I'd make it this far. (laughs) Unfortunately for me, I literally put... I'm shocked I didn't think I'd make it this far. Now, how do I keep it? And he never responded. And I'm like, dang, oh. I will. Crap. Give, give me a chance. Oh, I no. asked you, how do I keep your attention? Tell me what you're interested in. I thought that was um, pretty straightforward. But I yeah. guess I'm just a loser. No, you're not. Oh, no, that. you're I'm not. Saying. You're not a loser. Here's the deal. So a lot of people, he's right. Oh, Tyson's shout out to you. A lot of people don't take the DM seriously. Um, and I do want to, I want to put a pin in that. I want to get further into that, Greg. We do have Absolutely. a couple of things that we need to address, but Tyson's, I have made notes. I am going to address what you've had to say because I, I agree with you on some level and I have some suggestions as to how to move forward there. Absolutely. So we have one other voicemail. We, honestly, we are done when it comes to actual sports. Now we get to go into our topic. Um, We were going to do two topics tonight. We're going to do the Can You Fall In Love? And we're going to also briefly touch on a uh, bunch of etiquette before we leave. But the key right now is can you fall in love in the DMs? Um, do you want to address his first or do you want to go into the voicemails and answer them both? Uh, let's go. Let's listen to the other voicemail and then we'll uh, we'll answer them both. OK. All right. But bef- before we answer it, though, Steph, you, you got to tell the people exactly what the name of the show is, why we're here and why are they here? Absolutely. We are the mic check. I am the one and only Steph, and I am joined every week, Wednesdays at 8.30 by Hey Greg. Uh, And if you are enjoying our content, if you like what we're doing, then make it clap. That's what Mike in Mic Check stands for. Um, Just hit the bottom, the button at the bottom of your screen, show us some love, share the combo, follow us on here, follow us on Instagram at Young Black Pod, and just keep showing us some love. So, you know what? In that breath, ladies and gentlemen, make it clap. Thank you so much. We, we love you. We, we, we appreciate the kind of jingles, but we, we rather the kind of folds. You know, if you watch Coming to America, you, you know what we're talking about right here. But I, I see there are more people joining the room. Thank you all for listening. Uh, more importantly, thank you all for joining. Tell, you know, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend, tell an enemy, tell all them to be in here because this is mm-hmm. a conglomerate. Next voicemail, though. 2021 is going to be the worst year, I'm telling you. Well, damn, don't put um, that into the universe exactly put you that want out to, there c- come on Mahu. you 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 have to think better of yourself and the year ahead of you c- plus it's new year new me right that's how it's supposed to work can what, we add a new earth yeah can, I, I would like a new <laughs> earth um not not this one like honestly right now if the aliens say you know what we got a better spot and they got spas in every home I'm, yeah you know what <laughs> I'm gone mm-hmm. I, I'm gone because uh, America is a shit show, but we're, we're not here for that. We are here right yes. now to discuss: Can you find in love? You know, can you find love in the DMs? Um, can you? The reason why I wanted to touch on this is because there are a lot of people that don't understand what's going on right now. This month is officially no longer drafting season; it is officially cuffing season, and a lot of people have been working their mojo all November. All, you know, pretty much all fall trying to line things up for cuffing season. So right now you are in the thick of dating and a lot of dating doesn't 
just happen on like, you know, social like dating sites like Tinder and stuff like that. It actually happens in the DMs. You're, you're either friends with that friend or you associate with that person. Like think about it. Steph and I, like we started this show because I DM'd her and said, hey, like l- let's make a show. And next thing you know, the rest was fucking history. So when it comes to it, I just want to know from you guys, like have you ever shot your shot in the DM and has it worked? More importantly, have you found love in the DMs? So yes. we have this, you know, we have one more voicemail, but I wanted to actually have Steph touch on Tyson's yeah. actual message. So go ahead. I do, I do want to touch on Tyson's message. Um, one Tyson, you are not a loser. Um, I think it's really bold, uh, and brave for someone to even make the attempt to, to approach someone in the DMS because it's not always welcomed. It's not always something that people respond to positively. So to even take that step props to you. Um, if if you've already been able to kind of get his attention by getting into his DMs and, and having him respond and then, you know, saying, hey, how can I keep it? And he doesn't respond. Give it one more message. Just be like, hey, listen, you know, I want to take you out or I want to get to know you or, you know, something innocuous, but enough to show him that you are still interested because people don't take the DMs seriously. Uh, and I'm guilty of it, too. Like someone hits me in my DMs. I'm just like, hey, whatever. Um, because like social media is social media and it's like, you know, Instagram is my highlight reel, but like, I don't use it as a dating app partially because like, I'm kind of over the dating scene. So like, don't take my advice on that front. Um, because if it works for you, it works for you. I know people that it has worked for. Um, I know people that it hasn't worked for either, but whatever, that's neither here nor there. I'll tell those stories in a little while. Um, but I encourage you Tyson's to go ahead and, and try, try it one more time. Give it one more go. If he doesn't respond then, then just, you know, cut your losses and and just move on and it, it it'll be unfortunate um but you know never shortchange yourself um because that does translate to you know what people could see and think of you um and, and if you're already selling yourself short like that's going to translate to someone it's going to be like why do i want to spend my time on this person if they don't even care like consider themselves of high quality so don't don't try and stay away from the whole, Oh, I didn't even think I'd get this far because that negativity always translates to negativity within the interaction. Yeah. Um, I I was taught by a a woman that I shot my DMS at years ago that, um, us men, we kind of shoot ourselves in the foot by honestly taking ourselves for granted. If you just had enough self-confidence, then it works out better. Now you had the confidence. So I'm not saying that you didn't have the confidence. It was more so that I want to see you. I'm trying to like, think of like a way to like, make it sound like clean but he didn't take you seriously pretty much or you know he actually didn't take you seriously because you you know you approach kind of like passive like hey if it happens it happens like no if that's what you want go get that shit like if you know for a fact that that's who you want to talk to that's what you you know the person that you want to date you got to let them know Uh, a lot of people though to counter it though they're not really ready for that a lot of people say you know what i want somebody who's direct i want somebody who's sincere about what they want and they'll go straight for it but then when it happens, they're like, oh, shit, wait, now? Like, not right now, though. Give, give me some time to think about it. I'm like, no, I'm telling you right now, I want you. And I like, what, what's that quote? I like you and I want you. Like, then, like, that's what you did. I'm sure Tyson was like, hey, I like you and I want you. So, you know, all I want you to do, Tyson, is go back again, man. Like, shoot your shot all over again. Think about yeah. it. Like, catch the rebound, shoot it again. Because, I mean, what do you have to lose? A lot of people will go and be like, you know, I ain't going, I ain't going to try it again. Because why? Why would I want to try no, do that shit, man. Go ahead and try. Because yeah. if you don't, they're going to end up with somebody who's a piece of shit. And I am i don't know you, but I'm assuming the fact that you were that sincere in your message, you're not. So, 
Yeah. And I, I think, you know, and there's, there's kind of a fine line to be tread to because a lot of people, and you have to, and, and again, you've looked at this person's profile, you found it interesting, you saw pictures of them with their mom. And so you, you've already established that you think that this person is a good person. A lot of people use Instagram and things like social media for an ego boost. So when someone does slide into their DMs, they're like, oh, I still got it. But like, they never take it seriously. So, I mean, be sure to assess that in an effort to to preserve yourself on some level. But if you if you do think that it's worth it and you think that it's worth pursuing, then give it that second shot. Absolutely. Yeah, and don't do sell yourself short. Don't mm-hmm. ever do that. See, look at stuff being helpful. I, 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 love, I love my friend. That's what I do. Next voicemail. You be careful about saying that the aliens are offering a better spot because I just saw another life and it is a trick. They offer you knowledge, but they don't tell you that they really want to drain the life source of your planet and destroy everyone that you hold dear. I've heard about that. As long as they take Kanye first. uh, (laughs) I feel like Kanye is an alien. Probably. And, you know, like Tyson said, man, it, it could be true. Here's the thing. I don't know. I couldn't tell you left and right when it comes to that, when it comes yeah. to like, you know, aliens and things like that. I, you know, I think you and I, we we did the show where people literally went completely left and they were doing the conspiracy theories and stuff like that. Yeah. I and, mean, you don't want me to get, I like, you don't want me to get into this because I like, I got into it and this is where I nerd out. I got into a very, very deep conversation with my father over Thanksgiving dinner about how many light years it would take for us to inhabit a different universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, I'm, I'm into the science of it and I'm into the, like understanding how things work and the hypotheticals around things like wormholes and time, time mm-hmm. perception around those things. So I, I could talk about it all day. Um, oh, we're, we're definitely going to actually you know what let me put a pin in that i definitely put a pin in that because i, I want to touch on let me get my notes together again because yeah give me one second actually press the next voice now i get this yeah let's go one. love in the dms mm, it depends <laughs> i think if you knew them prior to them being your dms maybe but a complete stranger nah Nah, that's too much of front space in between the in between y'all. Like any, they could be anybody. You could be anybody. Uh, I can't do it. What up, y'all? It's she. I'm from she gets it. Since uh, stereo want to glitch and shit and delete my whole fucking show tonight, Ooh, I'm gonna just record it elsewhere. Mm. Wow, you too, huh, Shan? Yes, they they, they got us. They, they cut they us short us. half hour in. Um, I I will I will respectfully disagree with Shan. I actually know someone personally who slid into someone's DMs, and she ended up marrying him. They are now they've been married for two years now, uh, and he actually moved to the United States for her. Mm. Yeah, he was from overseas, so uh, Mm. yeah, it works out. It works out. I mean, granted. She's a little bit bonkers. Oh no! So, oh, like, no. I feel like for reasonable, rational people, it's not the norm for it to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll I be mean, my statement on it. Like, I mean, it's not that it doesn't happen for reasonable, rational people who are actually looking for love. It just doesn't happen frequently. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, because you know i know people that it has gone i know more people that it has gone left for than i do know people that were successful with finding love in the dms yeah 
for me, um, when it came to like DMs and stuff like that, I was I was the DM king. Um, Ooh, uh, let me find yeah. out. Because here's the thing, like you know, I, I I was never the person that would try to approach because I used to go out a lot. Like I was really big into like the city life and going out and hanging out and shit like that. God but, bless you. Yeah, uh, trust me. Like you, you know how easy <laughs> it is. It's really to- it's really toxic. But my thing was. I worked in reverse. I didn't want to go meet these people at the bars and the clubs and stuff like that. So once upon a time, like, you know, you had the RSVP on like Facebook invites. This is before, like, you know, when people were okay with, you know, adding a friend on Facebook that wasn't a family member or somebody that they didn't yeah. know through like a close circle. So we would all add each other on Facebook. Cause it's like, all right, if you know these people, like say for example, the invite said club love Friday night, you know, it would tell you this many people accepted it, this many people declined it. And then there would be comment sections where people like, hey, I'm going to be there tonight. Like, where are you going to hang out? Where are people drinking? Blah, 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 blah. Because they wanted to get to know new people. So yeah. me, I'm like, all right, I'm getting to know new people. So I would, you know, I'd add them as a friend and they would add people as a friend. And eventually, I, this is like, damn, I was a hoe. So I had like, you, was like, you were just coming to that realization? Yeah. So honestly, like, I actually hit a cap on Facebook. Um, anybody who is familiar with Facebook, like back in like 2008, 9, 10. Bro, you hit the like, friendship cap? I hit the friendship cap. And mind what? You, Greg. I had, I had like, I had like 5,150 friends. I think that was the cap that we had. And mind you, this is DC. There's not 5,000 people that care there about me. There are not 5,000 people yeah. in DC that give a shit about you. Yeah. But here's the thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about when I had 5,000 friends because I had a lot of club promoters and I had people who would come into D.C. Because, you know, all the people who live in D.C., they live in D.C., but they might promote elsewhere. So yeah, yeah, back yeah. when like um, R&B Colors was it, when it wasn't famous, when people were like, all right, you know, we're going to Miami this week. And I would, you know, go to those events. I would go to the events here. I go to the events in Florida and stuff like that. And I would end up linking up with people there and, you know, so adding you them as a friend. And then seedy yeah. hotels in Miami, Greg. See, okay. So that, <laughs> that, actually, actually, friend, you are absolutely right. Because that, that's, how that, that's how that story ended up. But, you know, story for another day. Mm-hmm. But basically, like, I hit the friendship cap on Facebook to the point where I actually received a call from Facebook being like, hey, do you know, do you know these people? Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I don't know. Your them, but Facebook with them. called you? This is when Facebook would actually call you and say, like, hey, like, I've never received, I've never received a call from Facebook. Because Facebook at one point, like, you had to have the email and you had your, you know, you had to have your phone number attached to it. So this is before two step authorization and everything like that. Facebook would actually call you. And if you didn't answer the phone, it would block your profile. So they basically called me. I answered. How long have you been on Facebook? Because I've been on Facebook for a long time. I've been on Facebook for a very long time. So basically i had a whole bunch of friends on facebook and now i still am i have about like right now i have like three thousand eight hundred. so you wow. figure okay now mind you at least when i looked at the family like leaderboard and stuff not leaderboard but you know the family group there's about mm-hmm. seven there's about 700 of like family and then like my close friends and their family and stuff like that so <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot of us i, I, I Yo, cannot lie about this shit. you have 700 family members and i think i only have like 600 friends on facebook and that is because anytime it gets over 600 i'm like nah, i gotta start deleting people this many people cannot have access to my life oh no i have when i say like 700 like family members i'm talking about like my fa- my immediate family so this may be like two maybe 250 people and then That's i have fucking like, insane you have to remember, I have a really like large family and yeah. I have family outside of my family. How can I put it? Not outside of my family, but say, for example, I have my dad's side of the family, I have my mom's side of the family. So then he mm-hmm. has all of his cousins and then all of his 
cousins yeah, yeah, children yeah, like have extended Facebook. family yeah so it's like damn like how to like so they would just add because i'm like you know i'm greg and they're like okay that's greg's son because i'm a junior so let's add him because my dad's not on facebook so next thing you know now I they're sending you like messages a, for your dad yeah hey cousin greg, blah, 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 like greg tell your father we said this yeah oh my god like trust me like oh did you know that this cousin you know this person passed away i'm like yo i've never met that person so mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't know but you know for me i've done 23 and me and stuff like that but for facebook yeah. the reason why i can't delete it is because that's the only way i actually want to you know collectively talk to family members i don't mm-hmm. want to do phone okay. conversations i don't want to do stuff like that but you know without diverting too much we have a voicemail i'm gonna play it yes i actually believe you can find love in the dm um i was married to a guy for over five years and found out new new stuff about him every day every mm. single day about women about him giving women money it just i thought i knew Ooh, no. I didn't at all. so yes i did i gave um the young love a chance and it actually worked for me and we've been That's together good. For going on two, you know, three years. See, so yeah, good for her. Yeah, why not give somebody you don't know a chance? Yeah, I was married to somebody that I thought I knew, but I didn't know. <clears throat> so yes, <clears throat> I am sorry that that happened to you, but I am glad that you were able to come back from it and that you found love in the DMs. Like yeah. you know, I think I think finding love in the dms carries this stigma with it but truly what is the difference between that and like going on like tinder or a dating site like you're looking at someone's pictures you're deciding whether or not you think they're attractive and then you're gonna message them like it's not any different yeah for me like i'm the same way like you know before we got into that like long diatribe like when it came to me being like the, the king of dms like they didn't start with DMs like, yo, I like you and I want you. It was more so as casual conversation and things just like led from there because at that point, like nobody was really using text messages. Like back in like 2009, 2010, it was either you had an Android or you had an iPhone. This is before people realized like Androids are actually shit. And they were like, you know what? I'm just going to get iPhones. Then when iMessages came out, it was better. So yeah, for me, like Facebook Messenger and at, at some point, there was group me too. My issue with group me though is it, it was like a conglomerate of people who all wanted to fuck the same people. So it was like you, everybody sitting in so the same bathtub. So it was a giant orgy. Yeah, it, it was actually disgusting because the the way that social media worked, it was like this. So everybody that was a part of my like friend tribe, we all started Twitter either like two thousand eight, two thousand and nine, and we were on there from like two thousand and nine to like two thousand and twelve. I'm the only one out of few that stayed on because like at that point I had built like a following that was more than just like, you know, guys and girls that I knew on Twitter was like, I'm trying to actually be something from this. Right. So all the people that left Twitter because they were tired of like the bullshit that was going on in there, or they decided to have families get married, engaged and stuff like that. Or they met their bae on Twitter. I hate the fact that I actually just said bae, but whatever. So Basically, I'm really mad that you use that word too. I'm going to be completely yeah, honest with you. No, honestly, I hate that word. Like I hate, I hate bay and I hate, uh, what's that other fucking term? Um, tap in. I swear to God, if we can retire that Ugh. shit in 2020, I, I would love it so much. People be saying tapped in for shit that you can't tap. I'm like, yo, no, no. they be like, Hey, I called, I called you, you know, tap in. No, I know. I get it. It's a, it's a touch screen phone, but tap no, it. Just, you, you just basically told me you're calling me to just answer. Like, no, it, it is not <laughs> tap in. Like, 
It's just like remember when um when dabbing was a thing and weirdos uh, were just like out and about just dabbing <laughs> dabbing <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> like yo, you're just dabbing. Why the fuck are you dab? Like do you understand what dabbing actually means? More importantly, why are you're dabbing in a nightclub? You in a just nightclub? Just, <laughs> nobody can nobody can see you dabbing. <laughs> it is dark. <laughs> no, it is dark and y'all in here dabbing. Dark dabbing. Mm-hmm. I think it's weird, but basically like. <laughs> Everybody had moved from Twitter to GroupMe. Now, GroupMe was supposed to be what, honestly, like it, w- it was supposed to be Instagram, but they didn't capitalize. The reason why is because they were purchased by Microsoft. So Microsoft purchased, um, what's it called? GroupMe. Once they purchased them, it went downhill. But at yeah, that point, I feel like anything that Microsoft purchases that isn't office related or facilitating an office environment actually sucks. That's how I, you know, you and I, we'll probably talk about this like in post about the whole merger between Slack and uh, Salesforce and how mm-hmm. really like, I'm, I'm really not feeling that because our, our like work Slack groups and like other company like Slack groups, the only reason I use Slack for them is because I actually enjoy using Slack. I absolutely hate Salesforce as a company, but we'll, we'll talk about that. Well, I've been but, forced to use, ironically enough, Microsoft Teams. So <laughs> I, fuck it. I, I, I hate team so much because I haven't figured out the app. If anybody can tell me what is the app that will allow you to not look like you're inactive on your computer. Ugh, I'm like, trying if, to find it because yo, like, if some, it if is part can, of the reason that I am anchored to my computer all fucking day oh because it God. immediately turns yellow and says that you're away. And it's yo. actually like, it's actually done it. And, what I've been able to figure out is that the app itself only marks you as away if you are not active within the app. Because even on the desktop app, if I put it in mm-hmm. the background or minimize the window and I'm still doing work, it'll still show mm-hmm. me as away. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not away. Yeah, but that, that's what's crazy because I'm like, I don't talk on Teams like unless it's like something really important. I'm just yeah. doing my work. So one one day my boss, and I know we're going to get back to the topic, I swear we are. But basically my boss hit me up and she was like, well, it, it shows that you're inactive. I was like... I'm not inactive. I'm just not talking to you motherfuckers. Like, you know, so well, what am I supposed to do? So anybody right now, I have a bounty. If you can go and tell us the app that can literally let us, Steph and I, keep Microsoft Teams open as well as like any other like desktop thing that we have for work open, I'll cash app you five bucks. The reason so why he, I would do that. Here's the loophole I found, Greg. Mm-hmm. Mark yourself as focusing and turn off the screensaver on your computer. Oh, mm. okay. All put, right. focus, put focus time on your Outlook calendar and then just turn off the screensaver on your computer. Yes, it kills your battery, but my laptop is plugged in all the time. Uh, and so it'll mark you as do not disturb and not as away. Oh, yeah. See, That's how I've been skirting the issue around these days. That, see, that real friends <laughs> right there. Real fucking friends. <laughs> So, you know, back back to what we were talking about. So we were talking about GroupMe and, you know, after GroupMe, people got tired of that. So then people moved to Instagram. The issue with Instagram, though, is everything is for show. Like even your DMs are for show because the people that portray themselves on the timeline on Instagram are the same people on, you know, Instagram DMs. Now, I've had friends show me the DMs. I'm like, yo, like you realize people treat like their DMs like their Instagram comments. Like everybody is like a fan of them. I'm like, no, they're not a fan. They're trying to fuck. And there's a difference between that. So I got propositioned today by one of my followers to have a threesome with him and his wife. 
Okay. So um, I don't know if you're familiar with what's going to happen, but I, I pray that you listen to the show tomorrow. So tomorrow, Shay and I have a show because the exact same fucking thing happened to her. See, exact and I feel like, and I, and I, I'm not like, it's not unbelievable. It's like, I feel like Instagram. And I think that's part of the reason that like people don't take it seriously. Like Instagram is like a fucking free for all. It's just like, yeah. Hey, I'm going to tell I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want to you. And I think that that's why it's because like people have become jaded on it. Like sliding into the DMs yeah. has, has grown this negative connotation, this negative stigma because of the number of people that slide into the DMs and are just pieces of shit. Yeah. But also not only are they pieces of shit, they don't initially tell you that they're pieces of shit. Like for fellas, this is just me talking to you guys. And I'm sorry if I'm like talking too much, but if you know you're approaching a woman and all you want to do is fuck, according to the women this isn't me telling you according to the women they would much respect it if you just say you know what i want to fuck you and let this be what it is that way they can decide and either say you know what fuck you you are blocked or i'm gonna tell i'm gonna tell your girl i'm gonna tell your wife i'm gonna tell this person blah 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 or they can say you know what i'm with it as as a woman i wholeheartedly agree if you want to fuck come at me and tell me you want to fuck and then let the decision be mine. Because yep. I'm going to tell you right now, if you make it your decision and I'm not with it, that's called rape. And so, like, put it out there. And if, if it is received, then it is received. But you have to understand that when you DM someone and you tell them that you want to fuck, that you're putting yourself in a position to be rejected. And don't get fucking butt hurt when a, a girl <clears throat> says no and start calling her a bitch or start telling her she's fat or that she ain't shit or she ain't worth. Cause that's what happens too. men have very sensitive, fragile little egos and they think that they can come in fucking guns blazing. And then when it's not fucking picked up and thrown back, like they get all bent out of shape. Like that's the, that's the, the hazard of your actions, sir. Like you gotta mm-hmm. be prepared for that shit. See, we don't play like that. You talk to Steph that way. It, it's a fucking problem. You talk to me that way. I'm gonna tell you, go fuck yourself. Man, I, I just I just don't get it. Like, you know, me, maybe it's because I'm a little bit older. And, you know, Steph and I, like, I think you and I have the same kind of mind frame and mentality when it comes to approaching people. Like, when, like, when you and I, even when we argue, we disagree about things. I know to step back and, yeah. you know, you know, hold yourself, you know, hold myself accountable. Guys don't hold themselves accountable. Like, if you go and approach a woman, like, you know what? I want you. I like you. And this is what I want from you. If you say it like that, or if you say it in other ways that it's not kind of conniving and trying to convince her to do things, just say exactly what the fuck it is, she'll appreciate it more. Like Shannon said this on multiple episodes. She's like, she just wants a guy to honestly just be upfront at the beginning. Upfront doesn't mean like after you get to know me, then all of a sudden you tell me your true colors. Like, I don't want to know two weeks after. You know, you've asked me all these sex questions and all these things. I'm like, now all of a sudden you want to fuck. Trust me, women know that shit when you start asking them sex questions that you want to fuck. How about mm-hmm. you just say at the beginning, hey, I want to fuck. Now, to, to be the caveat to that, though, um, there are definitely women who do the exact same thing. Oh, definitely. absolutely. Um, and w- without without saying too much or, you know, actually, I always say too much, but there are definitely women who do the same things. And, you know, they'd be like, oh, well, you know, Greg, I know you're married. And they'll do little elusive shit like, oh, you know, your baby's so cute. Or, oh, you guys look so cute. But then they'll say little slick shit like when, you know, like, oh, well, if only you. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? What do you mean? If yeah. only you. Like, wait, like, 
mind you, you want me to respect mine, but you won't even respect you. So you have to yeah. have some type of like decorum when it comes to initiating NDMs. So, you know, for the fellas, I will say this for the guys because I can only speak for men. Like if you are someone who is spoken for and you do get DMs and stuff like that, you keep you respectful because even if that person is disrespectful, you did what the fuck you were supposed to do in respects to whoever you have. But Precisely. But um, when it comes to it, though, you need to let that, you know, lay down the law immediately because there are people who will portray any and every fucking thing you say or don't say in your DMs as a way to use it against you later. That's why. Absolutely. Steph, you know, you and I have talked about the reason why I keep text messages and stuff like that. Not mm-hmm. because I want to blackmail somebody. I just know for a fact when Mike check takes off and people are like, oh, well, Greg and Steph, like, remember when? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't. And I can prove it. Can you? <laughs> I don't. Man. So hold on. Let's get these voicemails out the way because we got plenty. I think everything you're saying is right on point. You know, I, I have when uh, at different times, because uh, I'm not actually looking for anybody and I'm not looking for anybody to hook up with. So on I, oh, Facebook, it's not the same as DM. I would like, I'd see somebody's post, a friend of my friend, and then I'd look at their page and they have all these brilliant fucking memes and posts. I just, you can kind of get the sense of their soul. So I'd, I'd you know, I'd want to connect just to like have their on my feed because I fucking hate some of the people on my feed. I know them, but their shit is like horrible posts. Anyway. So I, I kind of, you know, I said, you know, you can connect like just to have her on my feet, not to meet her. And so I, sometimes I struggle when like you send a message like, hey, you know, nice to meet you. I love the information on your feed. I'd love to, you know, I'd love, love to friend me just as, you know, in, in kind of a polite way is to reject it. Sometimes that's a little hurtful, but I, you know, you never get, like you said, but it, it is, it is a lot of ego, um, but you know. It's always nice to be nice. And I think it's hard to be able, it's good to be able to determine who's who. Yeah. And I completely agree with that. I think that if it's something innocuous and it's happened to me too, listen, I I like to consider the the fact that I am a a fairly attractive girl and, and people message me for a variety of reasons. You know, I do try and post things that are engaging and that people like to interact with. Um, and, and so people have slid into my DMs just to be like, oh, I thought that was really funny or, oh, I, I kind of like something you said resonated with me. And, and when I've said that, it's just like, oh, all right, cool. Thanks. Um, but like, then there's times when people actually do kind of just slide into the DMs and pull the slick shit and are just like, oh, well, you know, let me take you out. And it's just like, nah, that's not what I'm here for because I'm, I'm in a similar boat where I'm not looking for somebody. Um, and so, you know, when I say no, then it's, oh, well, you're a bitch. And, oh, it wasn't even like that serious or, oh, I didn't even find you that attractive. Well, if you didn't find me that attractive and it wasn't that serious and I am a bitch, then why the fuck did you slide into my DMs? Like, if I wasn't shit to begin with, why are you here? And if you are here, then it obviously makes you ain't shit too. Exactly. More more importantly, why are you going and raising your voice in a message? Like, all the, the bitch and this and why, like, you can tell when somebody's kind of like projecting in their messages on like social media. So it's like, you knew what you came here for and you didn't get what you wanted. So now all of a sudden you're basing your voice and you're talking all this type of shit. Yeah. That's and and it, it gets very disrespectful very quickly. And I think that that's part of the hazard of being a woman on social media because like men just, and, and again, leading back to the reason that the stigma of sliding into the DMS has become what it is. And I, I think it, it has been kind of uh, motivated by the people that slide into the DMS and do get disrespectful. Like it ruins it for people that do genuinely try to get to know someone on a level that's not like me consistently leaving comments on all of your pictures like a freaking stalker. 
that shit is weird to me because for example for me like obviously on instagram you can see like your your friends that are mutual if they like on stuff and because it'll show their name first in the life yeah but when i see somebody comment stuff and i'm like yo like did you need to comment that did you need to go and have like the what is it the airplane emoji i just yeah. found out what the fucking airplane emoji meant what does an airplane emoji mean the, the airplane emoji means you're trying to fly them out or what is oh. it flewed out flewed them so, out yeah uh, yeah i've yeah. seen that now here's the thing i want women to be flown out but i don't want them to be flown out and end up being like the girl from uh the undoing i don't want her dead i don't yeah I don't like dead. i don't I, want you to wake up tomorrow in a bathtub full of ice with one of your kidneys missing like maybe exactly. don't do that yeah, I, I need women to survive their, you know, their captors. And more importantly, these yeah. guys and these DMs, man, that there has to be a set etiquette for the guys who honestly just don't know no better. So, yeah. you know, I, I guess... But I, I think, is- I, and to, to not completely shit on men, like, I think it is a double-edged sword because mm-hmm. men will slide into the DMs and, like, they will get disrespectful. But women are disrespectful, too, in a very different way. In a mm-hmm. way that they are trying to boost their own ego and damage the ego of other mm-hmm. people. Because, like, mm-hmm. women will very quickly put men on blast, even if it is an innocuous message. Even if he does say something that is harmless and kind of just being nice, like, uh, like as Dr. Pete said, um, it's there's there are women there that will like utilize that in a way that benefits them and it kind Mm -hmm. of fucks it up for people too so it's not it's not solely on men it is on women as well but for two different reasons okay so so let me ask you a question before we get to these voicemails and hopefully somebody else can answer the question as well so say for example you are a guy and you are interested in someone. However, they have an OnlyFans. They, you know, they post a lot mm-hmm. of provocative photos. They, but you like them. You actually genuinely like them. How do you approach someone that has an OnlyFans that you're actually interested in for more than just a physical? Because this was something that I talked to my boys about. And it was very divisive. So one guy said, I couldn't talk to a girl that has an OnlyFans. The reason why I couldn't do it is because she gets approached all the time. And one of our other friends like kind of countered and said, well, if she's approached all the time and she knows the guys that she wants to talk to versus the ones that she doesn't want to talk to because they're only here for one thing. Mm-hmm. I, I asked the question, what is the right thing from the wrong thing? And what do you say in those DMs? Like she has, you know, a set, I don't want to say a set price because she's not a prostitute, but it's more so it's like she's on here to obviously promote herself but as well as you know you don't know her life you don't know if she's not working right now and she only got only yeah. fans for that but you want her because you like her as a person but you don't know her you want to get to know her how do you get to know somebody on social media or through the dms that has an only fans or a you know a product they have a brand and you're trying to get to know them well, I feel like that's a multi-layered approach because, I mean, if you're trying to get to know someone on a personal level who has an OnlyFans, one, you have to be mentally prepared yourself to accept the fact that you are going to be talking to someone and and or potentially dating someone who gets that kind of attention, who has an OnlyFans, who puts that content out there, who has a, a, a fair and, and your first friend was right who has a fair number of people probably sliding into the dms and asking uh, and making comments and making all sorts of things uh saying exactly. all sorts of things that that may or may not be um lewd or less lascivious um <clears throat> now <laughs> you know i got the sat uh, <laughs> you're doing amazing friend 
Um, and, you know, on top of that, they have to then, you know, if you are genuinely trying to approach that, th- th- this person, because you want to get to know them, you now have a different bar than you would with anybody else. Because yes, that girl is probably getting an obscene number of DMs every day. And you now need to be one of the thousands of people who stands out. Like you need to say and or do something that is going to make you different and and make you stand out from the pack. So, you know, it, it's got to be a very well-versed message. It's got to be a very well put together communication because otherwise you're just going to fall into the pool of the thousand guys who want to fuck her. You know what I mean? You will get lost in the, in the, the madness. Profile. And so uh. you, you have to be, you know, you have to be a mature enough man to accept the fact that that's the kind of attention that you are, that you are signing up for. Yeah. Um, and then you have to also differentiate yourself from the pack. Mm. Do you hear that? Do you hear that fellas? Men in the room, children in the room, boys in the room. I, I hope you all heard that, but I, I want to hear from some of the listeners. We got some voicemails. Let's get these out the way. 1000% to what you all are saying about a man being upfront. I don't know how I would handle it because that's never been the case for me, but I can say that the mind fuck and the like, lack of trust I feel with myself for like not being able to see through somebody's see what somebody's original intentions were that's the part that has me so so sad and upset girl don't be upset these motherfuckers out here are actors academy award winning (laughs) motherfucking actors I have seen some shit where it's just like I dated a man for like six months and then like all of a sudden, like he was this totally different person. And I was just like, yo, I gotta be out. Um, so don't blame yourself for not being able to see that, um, you know, a, a lot of the people that, that put up this front in order to get to their end, their personal end goal, um, have had experience in doing it and have witnessed what works and what doesn't work. And so they've honed their skill in an effort mm-hmm. to, to kind of, you know, build that, that facade. See, look at look at that. Steph is not only if y'all are agreeing with Steph right now, y'all need to go ahead and clap it up. Because not only I, I'm just a guy on the show. This is why we do the show together. I need a mic check right now. Let's Steph, get that mic check? check. So if you are enjoying our content and if you like what we're doing, then make it clap. Hit the button the button at the bottom of your screen and show us some love. Share the conversation. Follow us on social media. But uh, you can leave us voice notes. Um, but when we say make it clap, do exactly what y'all are doing. And make it clap. We love y'all. Thank you so much. Next voicemail. There's also women who like to play that game. And if you come like very direct, they, they get insulted. Mm. Oh, I mean, I think I think that it's because and, and I'm, I'd only be speaking for myself and, and from what I've seen. Uh, I think that it's because they're not prepared for that kind of directness. Uh, there's a, a level of maturity that is required with that kind of blunt, straightforward approach. And they're just not there yet. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing, like the the blunt and the directness, like how far can you take being blunt and direct? Cause you don't know that person. So you have to like ease into it. Like there has to be an introduction. Like, but what what is the introduction? Do you like, I have to ask the guys, like when you go and message these women, do you say hello? Do you say, what is your initial like 
start to your message? Do you just be like, hey, or yo, or something like Well, before I, you even get to that, Greg, like there's, there is a respectful way to approach a woman to let her know what your intentions are. You don't just mm-hmm. randomly DM. So, so I got a DM once that said, hey, let me give you some of this young black cock. Jesus. That was wait, his well, first Sorry. message wait, wait, out wait, the wait, gate. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> We're changing the podcast name today. <laughs> <laughs> that was his first message to me. Hey, let me give you some of this young black cock. And I'll never forget it because I was like, that shit is bold. Like, wow. if you want to fuck, like, that's, that's perfectly shit. okay to make known. But like, don't, don't say it that way. Like, be like, hey, listen, I think you're really attractive and I'm not looking for anything serious. And I just wanted to know if you wanted to chill. No, he said young black cock. He said young black cock. That is a new If someone came to me. (laughs) So we got young black cock. Young black cock. That's what we're doing, Greg. Oh, yeah. Stop it. Stop it. No, but if you, like, if you, there are ways to make those intentions known without fucking saying, hey, let me give you some of this young black cock. Like, there are, like, you know, there are ways to say it where you don't offend someone. Oh, oh my God. That was the point of that story, Greg. Oh, and if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow us at what stuff? Young Black Pod. Fucker. Oh God, you were doing amazing. <laughs> oh, next voicemail. Shout out, shout out to the listeners. Shout out to you guys for actually being up this late. Because honestly, for it's putting up night. with our shit, Greg's putting shit. up with our shit. Like honestly, this is why we are on stereo. This is the only reason we stay on stereo is because of you guys. You guys yeah. not only help create the content, we bring the docket to you guys, and you just expound it to like epic proportions. So yeah. I want to shout out to you guys. Give it up for you, you know, for yourselves. Like if we were on stage right now, we want you to give a round of applause. We want you. Hell to clap yeah, make it clap for yourselves exactly. let's do can y'all do that make, make we want to make it clap for you but we don't have the little clap button so make it clap yeah. for yourselves exactly if you got a little booty big hey booty, just make it clap up, like, <laughs> just make it clap oh shit and idiot. And, yeah i totally hear you in some ways what you're talking about and they talk about it is like the struggle of being a beautiful woman beautiful women in some ways they, they, their personality doesn't even get developed because the most of the time they're spending is in defensive mode They've got to be protective. They've got to keep a boundary. So it's hard to kind of develop and engage in a way that's free. Um, you know, so a lot of times, you know, beautiful women um, are not developed in other ways because they really can't be. It's, a, it's, a, it's a, quite the, the conflict. And this is why I'm thankful mm. that I was an ugly, awkward kid. Because I had to rely on my personality until I knew how to take care of my appearance. <laughs> Jesus, you, you're doing amazing. Thanks. What, 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 of course, and anything for you, Steph. You, you are my. You are the A mic. I'm the B mic. You are. You are the lady. You are the queen. Next I'm the hoe of the show. Hey, 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 I mean, I don't know what OnlyFans is. I'm, you know, a little bit older, uh, 44. I don't really do a lot of social media for a number oh, of reasons. But I, I guess I just, I don't understand. I think a lot of patients talk to me about um, their, I think inst- social media has created a value in men that is purely superficial. 
And when they look, their criteria is a lot of, they want, um, the, the Instagram models have created standards in their mind and they're extremely attracted to these women. And they, and now they're looking for women like that in real life. So they want either the woman on Instagram or they're looking for, and then every other woman who doesn't look like these Instagram models is kind of like, well, she didn't, she's not really that attractive. And I'm like, well, show me a picture. I'm like this fucking girl's gorgeous. And, and tell, and, and everything you've described about her being is beautiful. And so I'm, I'm concerned about social media's, um, I guess, the way, I, the thing I love about this app is it's avatars. And so it allows us to really connect to each other's consciousness. Ask, okay, so first and foremost, ask Dr. Pete, I'm glad you are following me. I would love to have further conversations with you about this because the psychology mm-hmm. behind social media is something that I, I can talk about ad nauseum. Um and so I would, I would absolutely welcome a conversation with you about this. Um, I wholeheartedly agree. Social media has been the downfall of dating largely because it has created false and, and unrealistic standards. Um, and what men generally don't understand about the women that they follow on Instagram, the, the Instagram models that they, and, and listen, there are Instagram models for women too, uh, just not in, in as high quantity. Um, what, what people have, have failed to understand is that one, these bodies aren't real. Like they, these are either surgically enhanced or, or digitally enhanced bodies. Um, and on top of that, like there is, there's a certain level of kind of a vapid personality that is associated with someone that holds that kind of standard because they don't have to, again, similar to, to what you were saying before, they don't have to develop their personality because they get by on their looks. Um, and, and I know, I personally know people that have admitted to it, you know, they, they get all this plastic surgery, they get all of this, you know, Botox and all sorts of stuff. And it's because that way they don't have to worry about talking. Like I have had a woman tell me that she's like, I look like this so that I don't have to talk to him. But do you know the difference between the salad fork and the regular fork? She doesn't. She uses a spoon for everything because she's an idiot. No, I'm kidding. She's not. Oh I mean, <laughs> she uses a sport, Greg. She uses a sport. Holy shit! Uh, no, I mean, I think that I, I think that Ask Doctor Pete again is, is very right. I'd be very interested to hear what he is a doctor of. I would imagine that it is a, a, a therapist of some sort, psychiatry mm-hmm. or psychology. Um, but I think that I think that you know he he is absolutely right. When you're not old, you're you're 44. You're not that much older than me, so stop it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and OnlyFans is essentially a subscription paid service for photos and videos of exclusive content frequently used for nudes. Um, today's. Um, yes. But I think that, you know, it, it, social media in that aspect has been the downfall of the dating scene. And, and you know, the, it contributes to the, the disrespect that translates in the DMs. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, you just heard Steph. And not only did she preach the gospel, it is tithes and offering time. Tides and offerings. I, I need them claps. I need them applause, man. Give us only, some it's, claps. It's time for the tides and offerings, ladies and gentlemen. We need that. Make it clap, please. Because she. Yes. We're gonna play ladies. the voice but I want them claps. I want them claps. Ladies Don't and gentlemen, make clap. it clap. Yes, indeed. I want the make it clap. <laughs> oh no! Yes, yes. That was oh. the worst Sean Paul impression ever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what it is. Terrible. You know what it is. Let me see what else we got. Here go my favorite people. Boy, you know how much I love y'all. Oh, man. I, I think I love y'all more than I love some of my family members. What y'all talking about tonight? I'm about to go give me some more chicken. Y'all want some? <laughs> Just Jesus. Shout out to Baylor. 
Hey, Baylor, we love you. Yes, we, we are talking about can you find love in the DMs? Now, mind you, DMs does not consist of just social media. A lot of people kind of like misconstrue when it comes to like the DMs, the direct messages. You could actually have somebody's phone number and you've had their number previously. Say, for example, you got in somebody's DM and you ain't talked to this person two, three, four years. And all of a sudden, hey, stranger, that's a DM. That's a direct message. Can you find love with them? No, Can probably you? not. <laughs> yeah, I, I would hope that you don't. Um, I would hope yeah, that if you haven't talked to that person in two, three, four years, let it go. Like Keisha yeah, Cole yeah. said before she, you know, she got divorced. Just let it go. Mm-hmm. Just, just let it go. Mm-mm-mm. Next voicemail, though. Oh, as a matter of fact, I got my wife number uh, on space. Um, space. What's that shit called? MySpace? Yeah, she gave me her digits off of MySpace. And then look, gave her the D. <laughs> We're married. Baylor found love in the DMs. Holy shit. Now, now, the real question, Baylor, is when you got the number, did you instantly put her in your top eight, though? That Ooh. right there is key. Like, I need Baylor to let us know. And I want to hear a show from Baylor. Like, was she in your top eight? If she wasn't in your top eight, we, we have to have a talk. We if definitely have to have a talk. If she didn't replace Tom Baylor, then mm-hmm. you fucked up. You owe her. Yeah. This many years later, yep. you owe her. All, all them HTML codes and you ain't even put her in the <laughs> top eight. What, what is going on here, friend? <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. And also, like, what advice do you have as far as pacing yourself to really be able to see someone clearly? Mm. Hi, Greg. Welcome back. Oh, my God. I hate this app so we, much. We just what lost you? all of our... Uh, we just lost all of our voice notes. All of our voice notes. Um, all of them. Yeah, but um, for Ajoki Bellina, I was I was responding to, to her note about, you know, how do you allow yourself enough time or how do you know when is enough time to, to get to know someone in the DMs and on top of using your gut instinct, um, really kind of stepping out of the, the initial excitement of... Um, of a relationship and, and getting to know that person and, and getting a, getting a good understanding of what positive or negative uh, emotion they bring into your life uh, is really important. So if you spend time talking to someone and they, you really enjoy talking to them and you know, they, they're, they make you laugh and you can have seamless kind of easy conversation with them, then that is probably genuine. If you feel like you're yeah. forcing someone into conversation or you're pulling teeth and it causes you more stress than anything, then it's just not worth it. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, but before we get into that, I just wanted to say like we lost the voicemails again because it had to start a completely new call because stereo yeah. is an absolutely terrible platform for actually doing what they said they were going to do. So if you did have a voicemail, I know that Baylor had two. And um, the girl that you just left a voicemail for, she had another one. Please leave another yeah. voicemail. We're going to continue actually talking about the topic because it is very important. Uh, but please, if you could leave us another voicemail, it'd be great. Yeah. Um, it, and saying that in just though, um, to answer her, she should just honestly continue on the path that she's going on when it comes to it. Like she might not know, but I mean, how many of us knew when we started to jump into DMs and we started to talk to people? Like we don't know who's like genuine versus who's not. We just gotta, we gotta play the game. We gotta play the field. Right. So 
Yeah, I'm 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 in that same thread. I you know a lot of people have slid into my DMs, and while I it has never panned out for one reason or another, I have made really great friends as a result of just letting that kind of take its own course. There have definitely been people that have shown their ass proverbially, and like you know, just it kind of cut themselves off pretty quickly. Um, and, 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 you know, that that's its own separate situation. Uh, and in that same thread, um, people can only keep up bullshit for so long. Um, exactly. so, I mean, if you exactly. wait it out, eventually someone's truth is going to show like yep. it, it, there's only so much time that people can keep up the facade and the, Oh, I'm so great. And I'm genuine. And like before that you start to see cracks and flaws in <clears throat> they're lying to you. Um, <clears throat> and so, you know, if you wait that out, then, then you're, you're good to go. Absolutely. I, I don't have anything else to say other than that. Cause it's the truth. Like, and you as a woman stuff, like, you know, better than I do. Cause I mean, we, for the most part, we approach women. So we're usually the ones that are coming with the bullshit. Um, when it comes to us though, I'll, I'll say, ah, I'm, I'm trying not to be an asshole about it, but there are certain women who don't know how to approach men cause they don't have people skills. Um, yeah. But that, that's not a thing determining between men and women because they can, you know, approach their employer. They can, you know, approach their coworkers, their friends, their peers. But they're pretty bold when it comes to like DMs or their tweets and stuff like that. But yeah, you have you have to kind of it's like a call to action. Like for me, for example, I'm kind I won't say I'm outgoing, but the same way I am personality wise, like on social mm-hmm. media, I'm that same person in person. Steph, I know for a fact you are the same person you are on social media than in person. I will say this though. I will say this though. I am incredibly awkward when it comes to approaching them. I I can see that, but at the same time, you still are you. Incredibly awkward. Oh, I'm a hundred percent myself because like, listen again, tying back to the fact that bullshit only lasts so long. Like, I feel like I am a big enough personality that my bullshit will show through very quickly. So I'm going to put it all out on the table. I'm going to let you know what the fuck you're getting into. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. That's what it is. See, you're better than me because I don't be telling people shit. I'm like, hey, by the way, I told you at the beginning, I ain't repeat myself. And that's it. Like, this is only one time. I'm like, if you like me, if you don't like me, cool. If you like me, that's cooler. That's it. Yeah. But, and I'm the same way. Like, for example, back once upon a time when I was a hoe, like I used to tell people, I'm like, hey, like, <laughs> this is this is me. Because people used to, they used to see the name, like my Twitter name is Al Sharp Tongue, right? So they'd be like, oh my God, like it's Al oh, Sharp Tongue. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So be like, oh, it's him. I'm like, no, like y'all act like I I'm the like, undertaker or something, right? I feel like oh, if ahead. I knew you then, we wouldn't be friends. Absolutely not. Absolutely I would find not. you to be the single most pretentious, obnoxious human being on the planet. But here's the fucked up part about it. Just because the name was Al Sharp Tongue on Twitter, I was the funny guy. Like Al Sharp Tongue sounds like it's supposed to be all sex all day. I'm like, no, that, that's just never been my prerogative. The reason why I was big on Twitter and the reason why I was the person I was on Twitter was because I called out Diddy one night. I got really drunk at a bar. I just said, <laughs> oh, oh, see, you, you laughing. It's, 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 I, I lied to you not. So one night I went out and I was telling, you know, I was at the bar with my boys and I was like, you know, we were sitting there watching like the football game or something and a commercial with Diddy popped up and I was like, yo, that man knew who killed Biggie. So I said, I am, this is when his name was still, I am Diddy on Twitter. And I was like, hey, I am Diddy. 
Like, you know exactly who killed Biggie. You were in the car right behind him. You telling me you couldn't pull off and find out who the killers were? You didn't know the license plates, no nothing, right? So I, I said this, and it sparked Twitter. People were like, wait, who the fuck just says that? And I was like, me? Now, fast Al forward Sharpton. to 2020. Yeah. Now, mind you, in 2020, that's not like this. Like, if I ever met Diddy, I probably apologize to him because I'm like, yo, like, you know, I've grown to be like, you know, the man that I am today. But more importantly, I'm like, I feel differently because it was wrong. Like, that's still his friend at the end of the day. Now, do I believe that he does or doesn't know? I'm sure he does know, but he's never going to tell anybody. But whatever. Um, In saying that, though, you know, when it came to Twitter, I was one of those guys where it's like, you know, people saw it as like elusive. Like, oh, my God, he's popular. Let me see if I can, you know talk to the popular dude i'm like yo i'm under six mm. feet like i'm not out here like you know just being no. oh i make that i make that shit very clear any woman who ever tries to approach me i'm under six feet and i will fuck your life up like i, I mean that shit from the bottom of my heart and people be like no nah, whatever i'm like okay I ask mm. the exes ask the exes um yeah but i'm the see i'm the i'm the opposite i'm like a brain ninja See, mm-hmm. she be like, and you you be picking brains and shit. Me, I just be trying to get the brain. But next voicemail, ne- next voicemail, next voicemail. Um, sorry if I'm taking up a lot of space, but I just wanted to say that I appreciate. I understand what you're saying as far as listening to your gut instinct. I have had a recent situation where I genuinely like like the person, but there's just some shady behavior, like only texting mm-hmm. me at certain times of the night or um yeah just kind of like mixed things that i'm struggling to interpret yeah if you're if you find yourself overthinking or struggling to interpret anything don't bother like Um, if you have to think that hard about somebody else's actions they are not being clear with you and it's probably for a reason. I hate to um, be that person. I hate to be the one who like shits on something that's potential for you. Um, but I like, that's just in my experience, that is what has happened. And I've always like, now I'm very quick to cut someone off when like those little red flags start popping up. They don't even have yeah. to be red flags. They can be pink. And I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm not doing this. And do not exactly. ever apologize for taking up a ton of airtime. We very, we thrive on the voice notes from y'all. So do not ever apologize for that. Absolutely. And more importantly, what you just said about that guy, he, you know, he only answers the phone at a certain point somebody sent me a letter about this like and i'm I'm gonna tell you what they said i'm gonna read it out loud it says my man is my man is your man too her is her man Man. too my man is my man is your man her that's her man tuesday and wednesday thursday and friday i just keep him satisfied through the weekend nobody sent you a note greg you are quoting (laughs) (laughs) you're quoting a song you asshole no but here's the thing here's the thing i asked him i was like you know what i heard this song but do you feel that way and she was like no greg i wrote this song but i'm gonna let you know this more but then she continued and she said you're like nine to five i'm the weekend make him lose his mind every weekend you take wednesday thursday then just send him gregory i'm gonna stop you right i think i got it covered for the weekend you are fucking ridiculous You're ridiculous at this point. We're trying to have a serious conversation with this girl and you are fucking quoting the weekend. Like, no, we're not, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. Why? Why? Because, because we're trying to offer people serious conversation here and you're being an idiot. 
No, that, that is that is the truth, though. When I say it that, is like, true I, I'm, on some I'm, level, I'm, but you didn't need I'm, to quote the whole fucking song. No, I'm saying it. In if just, a man is can, only is only texting you at very specific times of the night, then one of two things is going on. He is waiting to be alone because there is a permanent resident there with him, or he's only looking for one thing. You say you got a girl. How you want me? Oh you- my God, Greg! I, I, I'm, I'm just- going to the next voicemail. <laughs> well, technically, it wasn't like a DM type of. I mean, it wasn't a DM because it was on MySpace. But like, we had met back in. Uh, we met like a year after high school. We went to rival high schools, and uh, I asked her for a number one year on uh, on MySpace because I seen her picture. I don't think I put ever put her in my top eight, and I don't think I was ever in her top eight either because we didn't really go back and forth on MySpace like that. But I still got some draws though. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so you know, Baylor, to, to be, Baylor is the one that went back to the old flame and was uh, like, "Hey, uh-huh. hey what mm-hmm. you been up to?" Absolutely, but you know, I, I want to like clarify. I know I was joking with the whole weekend thing, but I'm actually kind of serious when I say kind of like sixty forty. The reason why is because I used to be that guy. I wouldn't go and answer the phone after eleven o'clock. Don't text me after eleven because you know what it is. Like we, like even when I wasn't like you know, I'm not living with this girl. Like I'm doing my own thing, but like. Greg, these aren't your hours. But no, I I mean I get it, but I don't get it. Like I just, I feel like if you're gonna do some shit like that, then just have like, just be single and like make your intentions known. I don't think that it's that difficult to to do it. Let me, uh, let me. I agree with Steph about the OnlyFans thing, but I had a follow up question. So, with men having to do things that makes them stand out, and this is coming from a homosexual man, just just to put that out there, when men has to do something that makes them stand out from women's suitors, other suitors use, like you said, the other thousand guys that just want to fuck her, opposed to wanting mm-hmm. to be with her. Does that kind of put women back into the stereotypical a man should take care of a woman or a man should do things for a woman? Mm. and at what point does he have the right to feel that she needs to stop or if he doesn't have that feeling should she eventually have that feeling that she needs to stop doing OnlyFans Mm. well I think that that's a very uh, that can go one of two ways I think that it's not necessarily assumed that women are doing OnlyFans because they need money I think that OnlyFans can be a place of, of sexual expression for women, um, of sexual empowerment for, for women, um, and making money off of it is just a perk, similarly to why I do this podcast. Like, mm-hmm. I enjoy it, and it gives me a voice, and I enjoy having conversations, and if I get paid, then I get paid. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily need to invite the mindset that a man needs to take care of the woman. Exactly. Um, Absolutely. Additionally, I think that that's a conversation that needs to be had between that man and that woman. Again, if a man is going into a situation where a woman has an OnlyFans, he needs to be ready and prepared for the fact that she may not want to give it up because it is a way for her to sexually express herself. And he needs to ask himself whether or not that's something that he's willing to deal with. And if he's not, then I don't think that he's in a position to ask her to change that. If she wants to change that to to make him happy because she senses that it is something that could be conflicting in the relationship 
then that's one thing. But for him to demand that she stop doing it, that's something very, very different. As a man, I ain't saying shit. Steph said exactly what the fuck she meant, and I ain't going against my friend. <laughs> Sorry. Let's keep going with these DMs. And my other <laughs> voicemail was, uh, no, I'm not sharing my, I'm not, like, creeping up in deep in, uh, DMs and shit like that, I'm not giving the game away. Like, I'm the way these niggas be in DMs and shit like that, they ass backwards. But uh, I was a little bit more, I'm not giving the game away. You niggas gonna have to pay me Patreon or some shit like that. Come on the show, we might have to chop something up. But I'm not giving the game away. I think the DM, like, uh, social media was a tool for me. I ain't gonna lie to you. It was it was a cool tool, but at the same time, these chicks that I DM'd on social media, eventually I had to meet up with them in person. You know what I mean? So your game got to be tight online and offline. Baylor, yeah. you called it out. I'm gonna set up a show for you and me to have a conversation because I want to know what what proper proper DM etiquette looks like because mm-hmm. I sure haven't fucking gotten in. Uh, I'm happy to tell stories about my DM experiences. Oh boy, see, y'all want to know mine, but you know, Steph got the answers. I, I'm just here. I told you, I'm just the guy. Um, mind you, I'm kind of removed. I'm like nine years into like a relationship and a marriage. So the way that I approached once upon a time, I, you know, the way I used to approach, you can't approach anymore. Like you actually can't have conversations. You have to literally, you have to start with like guns blazing. Apparently, like the guys yeah. every. Every message I've seen from dudes and like these DMs, I'm like, yo, like you, yeah, you don't even start have to like, start like you don't even have to start with gun blazing, guns blazing. You just have to make yourself different than the rest. Yeah, but that's the thing. Because do what make, men do don't do understand is that all of y'all have the same fucking approach and it sucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when you come to a girl, especially like like for me. Like you need to come correct and you need to do something that's going to differentiate you from any man that has ever reached out to me via the DMs and any man who has ever reached out to me in person, because I am not looking for a relationship and I have a very, very high standard. And so if you, even if you try your best and you don't hit that bar, like it's just not going to happen. I'm going to read you some messages. I'm, I'm going to read you some messages. I had to look on a forum while we were talking mm-hmm. and while we listened to the voicemails. I decided I was going to see what guys were saying in their messages, right? Like mm-hmm. their initial DMs to these women, right? Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of this shit is really cornball behavior, but I, I'm, I'm just really confused at how you people are- say these things. No, I, trust me. When you hear this shit, I'm actually confused while I'm reading one. So, <laughs> so I, I'm gonna read something. T- let me know if this is like absolute. Like, how would you? Would you? I won't say fuck Mary kill, but it's more so. It's like, yo, like, would you block them? Would you respond like in shade, or would you actually be interested in learning them? Because you okay. know for a fact that and so block he, block good response or bad response. Exactly. So okay. yeah, just like that. Now, these are also what I like to call copy pasters uh you know cps so cps so cps are what i learned on like these like dating sites men go and instead of like initializing like a dm and making everything generalized to each you know person it's the same message they sent to everyone like hey you look good tonight i have a story about that so (laughs) 
Of course. So, I do. so here we go. Um, the re- I'm on a forum that was from 2016. Um, I'll send the link in the show notes as well so you can see it. So here's a message. It says, hey, I see you like to travel. That's cool. I just visited London last year and it was amazing. I have a question though. Where do you think you'd want to travel to the world? Um, I'm sorry. Where do you think you'd want to travel to if the world was going to end in a week? That would get a response. That would get a, a response. good. That would get a good response. It's a good question. Yeah, it's definitely a good question. So that that was a good one. I'm, I'm going to highlight that one. I'll, I'll bold that one. Uh, here we go. Here's the next one. Um, now, what, what happens is this person they put a blank. So I guess the blank is like whatever like social. What do you call it? The date and sites that you use. They just change the name of the date and site, right? But mm-hmm. they had mentioned they said OKC. Shit, that damn! I remember that one. That's OK Cupid, right? Mm-hmm. So so OK Cupid says y'all got issues, but I don't believe them. At least not initially. I reviewed the questions that you have with the lowest percentages, ethics and the hush sex questions. And I don't see any red flags. Regardless, per you, you should message me if section. I would like a response. Um, What the fuck does that mean? Nah, that dude is getting blocked because he read and analyzed every, incorrectly analyzed every single thing that's on my profile. And so you getting blocked because I'm not giving you the opportunity. That's the kind of guy that if he doesn't get a response, will call me a bitch 10 Mm -hmm. seconds later. Exactly. Here's another one. It says, I'd actually, you know what? I'm gonna, let me read these voicemails first. And then we're going to go back to these because this shit is fun to me. Like read these right now. I'm like, yo. Men actually say this shit, but here we are. Hold on. Here we go. How do women nowadays discern from all the different sources of validation that men mm. give them? Not only in DMs, but in Instagram likes and in just general compliments that you would get throughout the day. Because it's just like, it seems it's like women are inundated with validation and appreciation and all this. But how do you discern what's authentic? Mm-hmm. And and that's what we're trying to we're trying to get down to the bottom of. Uh, I think there there are two use cases here. One is women who don't care to discern it, that they are only there for the validation. So they don't care who's in their DMs. They don't care who's saying what, as long as it makes them feel better about themselves. Um, and that's you know, not shitting on it. Like if that's what you're there for, then that's what you're there for. Um, in in the the sense that someone is looking to to find a relationship or find someone to date or even someone to just, just talk to or build something with um it's difficult it's difficult and that's where the time comes in and putting in the time um where you start to see the the cracks and the flaws in people's facade you know um i think that if someone is genuinely interested in you they will do what they have to do to make sure that that you know that uh i know i do that um and so you know it it takes a different level of effort it's not the kind of, I'm just going to like your picture every day, or I'm going to put flame emojis under your pictures. Like, no, it's, 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 it's a, a concerted effort to make sure that you are aware that this person is genuinely interested in you. Absolutely. I'm going to get one more. And Greg, you know, nowadays, like, man, look, I just probably more married niggas in DMs or whatever. And I'm going to tell you why. First of all, I'm not advocating for, you know, niggas to be in DMs and they married. But the game is so easy in these days. It's like shit, you know. Like whatever. How you feel about that stuff? I mean, I don't disagree. Uh, the number of married men in my DMs is astounding, and I know they're married. So it's not even like 
like they're hiding anything about it. It's like, yo, you better check yourself before I send screenshots of this shit to your wife, stupid. Like, I'm friends with your wife. Exactly. Um, Me, I, I've had the the rule of this. Like, if we're on, like, if we're on the social media thing and we're friends and stuff like that, like, that's exactly what the fuck it is. I'm not going to approach you that way, yeah. mainly because, like, I. I'm God. I'm about to sound like a complete dirtbag here, but like I wouldn't shit where I eat, um, yeah. in work or in social media. Like if you have like you can readily identify like me and my lifestyle, my my personal like intimate moments, my family members, my wife, my sister, and you know my my kids, shit like that. Like I don't want you to be able to actually use that ammunition against me when yeah. all of a sudden you know s- stuff happens. But some men literally they thrive on that they're like you know what do not care they don't don't, care do not give a fuck because like though oh sorry i'm just okay i have zero respect for that like i don't like i am staunchly against cheating and i don't think like i i don't think that i can thoroughly express how against it i am um like i've lost friendships over cheating because like you know a friend of mine was cheating on her husband and wanted me to go along with it and i was just like absolutely not um and so like especially when married men slide in my dms i'm like you have 38 seconds to unsend that message otherwise i'm fucking ripping into you i'm gonna tell your wife to come get her mans and like shit is going downhill fast um and i think that i think that more people should i i think that more people should do that like i feel like part of the reason that these men feel empowered to do that shit is because at one point or another women have responded yeah and th- there's always one like for me like you know I-, I think you and i i've told you before i'm like oh like since i've been married and I-, I know i told shan the same thing i'm like you and i have a show and you're a man i'm a woman i'm like we keep it completely respectful there's never going to be mm-hmm. a situation where it's like you know what like i'm gonna treat you like this i'm gonna, you know you treat me like that because you know what it is and like you know like we said at the beginning of the show like even when you get a you know your new house and stuff like that oh she's coming here it's not like oh you're invited but she's not There's yeah definitely- no and and i've made it perfectly clear from the very beginning and i, I and again i'm a firm believer in the sanctity of relationships like i mm-hmm. want I, I never want our friendship to cause any doubt in your marriage exactly and a lot a lot of people don't want that because they want to be i want it's so weird because when people say they want their cake and eat it too i'm like yo if it was my birthday why the fuck would i want to eat the cake right but um <laughs> there's the, the, and it's not just my peers. These are people I'm close to, like family members, friends and stuff like that. Like my dad, mm-hmm. for example, he is to this, I don't want to say to this day, but like as long as I've known, he, he's always been an avid cheater. And I've actually been, I won't say a part of it because since he and I have the same name, it's one of those things where it's like, yo, I didn't know that I had so many uh, Marriott rewards points. I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like I got nine free nights. How the fuck is this? Like what? I've never, like, why? Yeah. <laughs> so when, when I see things like that, I'm like, hey, like, trust me, like, I'm a man, I will look. Like, if she got nice ass, I'm cool. Like, she got nice ass. If I look on Instagram, and I, you know, my wife sometimes she'll be like, great, like, what is that song on your Instagram? I'm like, oh, that's scattered ass, and I'm gonna look. I'm yeah. definitely gonna look. The reason why I'm gonna look is because you much rather me look in public than be looking privately. You don't mm-hmm. want my DMs to be like, oh, well, he looking at this chick. This. I'm like, I'm looking at all the women. I'm never gonna be able to have a, t- you know, I'm never putting a finger on them. except like except for dasha polanco i think she might actually let me because you know orange new black it's not doing what it needed to do and she's she's come out to be a shitbag so since she's yeah and she's she's very quick to um to engage people on social media 
Exactly. But, you know, outside of that, um, when it comes to it, like guys, I just wish that when you do approach women and you have these conversations with women, you engage with them, like you should be able to carry the conversation and know when it went left. Um, every conversation I've had with my, like my lady friends, like obviously you, Steph, you know, Shan, one of my, my best friends in the world, she was actually the only best lady in the state for the last like fucking ever that they said when, you know, my wife and I got married, she was the only wedding that they had ever seen where there was like a best man and a best lady. So shout out to D. So she says to me, she was like, when she had paid for the whole bachelor party and everything like that, she was like, Greg, you know, I know the best lady, but we're going to make sure that your bachelor party is great. And it was good, but she made it crystal clear to me. She was like, if you do anything fucking stupid, I'm calling your wife today. And I was like, wait, what the fuck yeah. do you mean? I was like, I was like, damn, I know it was that bad. She was like, Greg, I will literally call her if you out here fucking around. Now she ain't know at that point. Cause she had never been to the strip club, strip club with me. I told her, I was like, I don't do strippers. So when I so so when we went to, so because mind you like even though even though she's my best friend like I, I don't go like you know her as a woman me as a guy like you know we're cool and like we've been cool forever but I've never been put in a position where I had to be at a strip club with her yeah. so her and I we went to the strip club when we were in Cabo for the uh, bachelor party. And I told her, I was like, yo, I can't be around them. I was like, I, I don't like strippers. So I'm trying to explain this to her. And she laughed at me. I was like, oh, she really thinks this shit's a game. I was like, no, I'm I'm holding this like forever. <laughs> There's something I won't possibly do is this. So we ended up leaving the strip club. We went to a bar. She was like, Greg, was it that bad? I was like, trust me, I'm still traumatized by this shit to this day. <laughs> so, you know, so she knew she understands. But um, all in all, when it comes to like, your relationship with women and the way that you approach them in DMs and stuff like that, you can't go and approach them like any type of way. In saying that, though, I'm going to finish these messages uh, before we get because we got three more voicemails, but I'm gonna go and get these other like you know preliminary copy paste out the way. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, so this one says, "Hey, I was going to message you sooner, but I didn't want to look eager. I'm sure you have stories about the messages that you get on here. I've probably seen worse." Some couple messaged me saying that they were looking for a young buck to share with each other. Didn't know that it was like that on here. LOL. That was the message. That's the initial message? That's the initial message. He's getting a LOL and then I'm never responding to him again. See? I like that. I like that. Next message, though. It says, oh, my God. (laughs) my god when when i read this message to you before you give your actual answer i want you to tell me what race sent this message okay i'd seriously hug a cactus then swim through shark infested salt water to the arctic (laughs) damn so let me let me finish up it says i'd seriously hug a cactus then swim through shark infested salt water to the arctic and then battle an angry mother polar bear on an iceberg for a chance to get to know you he's too extra he ain't he's getting blocked that damn and it was a white guy in the forum who wrote this someone someone sent me a message similar to that uh, that said it was something like he would walk through he would walk through a field of thumbtacks or some shit just to take a sip of my bath water that is actually pretty fucking disgusting yeah it's incredibly disgusting he got blocked too 
That's absolutely okay. Now this one, um, th- this one actually, you know what? Let's get these voicemails and then I'm gonna do the message because it's really long. So here we are. Okay. No, this is so accurate. This is uh, so accurate. <laughs> oh, she, she talking about you? I'm out here speaking truths, man. I've been through some shit. Yes, yes. I think the issue with a lot of guys uh, in the DMs is that they don't know how to approach a girl in a DM type of way. Because approaching a, approaching a woman in person is totally different than approaching a woman online. Because you have to be you have to be as swift with the words uh, in online than you know in person. Um, and I think a lot of issues come from. Yo, a lot of niggas don't know how to spell. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, that's just the truth. A lot of niggas don't know how to spell, but no, you really have to word your shit a certain way to further the combo or to even start it. So, and that's where a lot of niggas fumble at. Exactly. He's absolutely right. I come from, I have my degree in broadcasting, uh, and you have seven seconds to get someone's attention uh, mm. when, when something is visual. And so if in those seven seconds, if in the first seven seconds of the message, someone does, you don't have someone's attention, you are not going to get it. Mm. Uh, and it is different. And I mean, I, I don't think it's terribly different when you're in person. Um, but I think that feel, people feel more inclined to be polite when you're in person. Mm. Mm. So I'm, I'm going to give you this last voicemail. Then we're going to get to these other little, like these preliminary copy paste. And then I'm going to give you one. That was on a Facebook group that I'm in. Shout out, shout out to, you know, Steph. I'll tell you the actual group later. Okay. But here we are. Because if you notice, I know women rarely do it. But if a woman was in somebody's DMs, she's going to get a combo off top, no matter how she approach it. You know what I mean? We might even think it's uh, fake if she come off like how some of these niggas come off. You know what I mean? But... I think I think women need to start acknowledging the approachment in DMs a little bit more because some cat it's some good cats out here they just not DM etiquette. Mm. Oh, that's a show. See, Greg, let's that. talk. Uh, see, he, he, he's, Damn, Bill, he's you're not gonna not, take that away from me, Baylor. He, he's not, he's not ready for. Here's the thing. So. Shout out to Shan. So Shan and I, we have a show that we're doing next week. So it's a two-parter. Um, I, I'm not going to see the actual name of the show. I'm just going to say that th- there's a man version and there's a woman version. Um, Steph, I sent you the message through text okay. um, of one of the DMs that I'm about to read out. Now, I want you to sit on that before I go and read this other one. So this other one says... Jesus, this is a very uh, really long one. So it says, and I quote, I could feed you some bullshit lines every dude on this site uses, but that would be no fun. Exclamation point. Wouldn't you rather have a smile on your face laughing about stuff that matters? Like, why do vampires sparkle? Or why nobody should ever drink gin with a guy my age, wise beyond his years with a personality? I'm simply too much for women my age. The same way you're tired of the same girl. No, no, no. This gets, it gets Lord. even better. <laughs> the same way you're tired of the same gray-haired, balding, dead-end job-having men trying to show you a good time. I'm not here saying I'm going to support you and give you the keys to my beachfront mansion. But if you want a guy with experience enough to know what he's doing and youth enough to actually do it, you'd be foolish not to message me back. LOL. Uh-uh. 
Uh-uh, you're not gonna get that fucking arrogant that hit me with the LOL at the end. Block. Yo, <laughs> what the fuck? This, this motherfucker thinks way too highly of himself. I don't Yo. know what dumb little bitch he's even fucking with, but he not coming to a woman like me acting like his shit don't stink. Nope. Yo. Oh, no, but here's the thing. That right there was the, sh- that was the long version. Here's the shorter version. It says, Jesus hey. Christ. Yeah, yeah. It says, hey, I was gonna message you sooner, but I didn't want to look eager. I'm sure you have stories about messages that you get on here, but I've probably seen worse. Some women message me. Oh, here that's saying, the one that you just told me about. No, 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 no. Remember, I said this is the shorter version of it. That's the. No, sh- no, no, this no. Is the you, sh- you read this one right before we went. Oh to Israel. shit! So, but, no. So the one and I he just got, read, I got, he got one, an LOL. He got an LOL, and then I just oh, never responded to him God. again. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. Here, here's another one, then. Fuck me. So Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is so bad. I need I need y'all to clap it up for these stories, man. Please, man. We 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 are out here right now telling y'all some shit that y'all not only need to hear. This is vital information for your everyday life. Vital Please. information. If you are single and looking for love in the DMs, we are telling you how to do it. Yeah. And how not to do it. How this not to how- do it. There's so many ways not to do it. Yeah. So fellas, this is what you don't say. Um God, this is gonna hurt so bad to say. Steph, trust me. Um mm-hmm. I, I want you I want you when I when I read this message to you, I want you to give me your initial reaction and how you would respond in a message if you respond in a message, right? Okay. I deeply regret that my unfortunate duty to bring to your attention that you are above and beyond out maximum standards or looks. You are clearly a nine out of ten, and here on this site, they only allow a minimum of six out of tens. Your account will be closed unless you reply to this with your name, number, favorite flower, and how many Cheetos you can fit in your mouth at once. This is just a sheer curiosity. And if you prefer Chinese or Italian cuisine, this is very serious business. And I would advise you to not take my message lightly or you might anger my boss, Poseidon, the Lord of the Seas. Cheers. Well, I was talking to a... Oh, Oh no, I'm sorry. That was two different messages. But yeah. So I don't I, know if is. you heard the long laborious sigh that I let out in the middle of that message. What the fuck was So that? here's the deal. I have gotten a message like that before. And it was something equally cheesy where it was like, "Oh, I am the hotness police and I'm here to arrest you for being too good looking." Uh, please respond with again your name, number. And so it might be the same fucking guy to be honest with you. Probably. Um, but my response to that one, similar to my response to this one, was that I rolled my eyes and deleted the message and never spoke to that person again. Fun fact, this man emailed, he messaged me uh, like six months later with the same exact message. Oh, no. And like on this app, when, when someone that has already messaged you messages you again, the old conversation comes up. And so I sent him a screenshot of his own conversation and was like, in six months, you couldn't think of anything better. And then I thought, oh, no, see, that's not good. That's not. Yeah. All right. So that that was your response to that one. Here's another Mm -hmm. one. So it says, hey, so I read your profile and it looks like we have some things in common and a couple of things that we can argue about. I'm really bad with these opening lines, if you could tell. But I like the way. I'm sorry. I like what I read and you seem cool. So I thought that I would say what's up. How is life treating you? Are you enjoying your day? I'd respond to that. I, I, I think that that's, that's, 
a, a generalized way of starting the conversation. Fellas, yeah. like, it's like that, if you if you read because that's going to prompt me to want to know what it is that we have in common and what you think we can argue about. Yeah. And, and notice he didn't go and make it about himself. He said, you know what? I, I you're like, I've seen we have things in common. And mind you, that actually might work. And mind you, this is the dating sites when this is what is it? Um, the the plenty of fish. OK, Cupid forum on Reddit. Right. So I'm looking at that then. So mind you, this was 2000 and what, 16, 2020. Mm-hmm. That message might still work. Like, yeah, if you were on, absolutely. If you were on, if you were on Instagram right now and you said to someone, hey, so I looked at your profile and it looks like we have some things in common and a couple of things that we can argue about. I'm really bad with these opening lines, if you can tell, but I like what I've seen and you seem cool. So I thought that I would say, what's up? How is life treating you? How is your day? Here's if here's you, the rule of thumb. If you send a message that has genuinely shown that you have like expressed some level of interest in more than just the, oh, I saw your most recent picture and you look hot. Um, mm-hmm. And that you've actually expressed like shown interest in what this person does, what this person likes, what this person doesn't like, and can loosely reference it. Like, don't go, don't get nitty gritty and specific and be like, Hey, I saw your mom was at this restaurant on Tuesday. I like that restaurant too. Like that's creepy. But like, exactly. if you can. Can you hear me? Are you there? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely here. Oh my God. Stereo. I'm moving to fucking clubhouse. I swear to God, I am. I'm over this fucking shit. I'm over it. Absolutely. So, you know, I was was in the middle of listening to a voice note and we missed it, but I think I know, well, I think I know where, where she was going with it, where, you know, you post something and then a guy uses it as an excuse to slide into your DMS, um, which is really, really annoying because it's like, if because they, they try to slide into your DMs with an innocuous response to whatever it is that you posted and then take the conversation left. And I think that that's mm. probably one of the most annoying things. That, aside from like the generic, hey, beautiful message, um, is one of the single most annoying things that, that can happen as far as someone sliding into your DMs. Because it's like, Absolutely. you came into my DMs, obviously referencing something that I posted publicly, you could have just said what you said publicly. So the fact that you can expect me to continue this conversation with you uh, in a DM is ridiculous. Say what you had to say mm-hmm. on the public post. And if I want to engage you, then I will, but don't fucking force yourself on me in, in, in a, a, a conversational piece. For, for me, oh God, it, it's so weird because people are like, well, Greg, you're married, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but still I know how to have etiquette. Like say, for example, like I can appreciate a woman's post. Like, if I say, you know, like, hey, nice photo. I, I mean, I wouldn't say that out of like respect for them because I, feel I like, will. Like, you listen, I will read you some of the DMs that I've gotten. It's pretty ridiculous. Do, do you really want to do this right now? I mean, I, can. I, I can't. I mean, okay, fine. We, we, we will go there. Um, since we're going to go there, we're going to play a game. Um, we're going to play the single DMs versus the taken DMs. Do you you, you really want to do this? Yeah, this is this is this is fun. Oh my god! Do we want to start oh, an Instagram or Facebook? Um, I was going to start with Twitter because I'm still there. I don't have um, I don't have my Twitter anymore. Okay, fine. Um, or do you want to start with Snapchat? Because apparently that's the thing. That's the wave. Oh, um, I don't go on Snapchat anymore either. Yeah. Um, I still have 16 messages on Snapchat that I purposely don't answer because yeah, I didn't realize I like. Um, we can we can start. Let, let's start with Instagram. I think Instagram is modest. But before we get there, let's get okay. this voicemail. 
Oh, I don't know what happened here, but my message cut off. Um, I was just saying that I, I despise the fact that some men would only reply in, do, in your DM to give you a compliment or to just, you know, generally have an on opinion about what you have posted. And for me, I kind of always feel like, what are you hiding? Uh, why can't you just be open and just like my post and comment on my post? 99% of the time, the things they say, it's not even sleazy or creepy, but it kind of leaves you, you know, wondering, does he have a girlfriend or do we have mutual friends that yeah. know he has a girlfriend and they might actually say something to me? Or is he one of those creeps that go from DM to DM just hoping women would entertain him so I get very suspicious about things like that so what I usually do I will read what they say and then I will leave it I will not reply to them especially if I don't actually know them in person I'll just ignore it Mm. and I think that that's the proper I think that's the proper response like I mean it can be one of those situations where it's like oh, I either have a girlfriend or I, I have a, a friends who, who know my girlfriend or, you know, whatever. Um, but additionally, I mean, it could be as some, as something as, as simple as, hey, I'm going to use this to respond to her post and then use it as an excuse to stay in her DMs. It's, a, it's kind Bingo. of a forced, invi- yeah, it's a forced invitation. And it, I would, I, I said before, I'll do this, I would do the same thing to you. Um, I just wouldn't respond. And, and I'll, yeah. I'll go through my, my DMS cause I have an obscene number of them. Um, that, and I will uh, like, just non respond and I'll go through the ones on Facebook because the ones in Instagram timeout. So I only have a couple in there, but there are mm-hmm. message requests going all the way back to like 2017 in, on my Facebook. Holy. Mm-hmm. Holy. Um, do you, do you want me to start or do you want to start? Oh, I can, I can start. Let me, uh, let me open it up. Uh, said guy, by the way, the one that, uh, propositioned me to sleep with him and his wife is actually still actively currently in my DMS right now. Jesus Christ. Mm Mm-hmm. So the first one is a guy who, uh, messaged me. He waved at me on June 18th, 2019. And then I never responded. And then October 31st of this year, uh, said, Ola, and I didn't respond. And then November 4th, five days later, uh, was just wrote madam. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, like I was supposed to respond to that. Uh, one guy uh, messaged me uh, and said, hello, can I give you a compliment? No. Mm. Like, Wait, who, instead, instead of just, just giving the compliment? Instead just, of just giving the compliment, he was like, hello, can I give you a compliment? Like, are you trying to bait me? Because it's not working. Mm. Uh Uh-huh. And then this is the downfall of being part of groups that on Facebook that, like, you don't know everybody. Like, and people, people have done it to me a number of times. They've just added me to, like, fitness groups and travel groups and so on and so forth where people kind of just share a common, uh, common bond. Um, so this guy. Hey, I saw you on this traveler's page. I'm looking to find more travel companions. I have a long list of places I want to go and not enough people to go with. You can find out a little about me in the post that asks for your photo. Uh, I'll wait for your response to say more. Thanks for reading. Sir, you literally just was like, hey, here's this random girl that I've never met and or talked to and be like, I want you to be my friend to go on trips with me around the world. Mm. What? No. (sighs) Okay. Yeah. Um. Are you ready? Go for it. Oh boy, 
Okay. Damn, I gotta I gotta scroll back because there's a lot of because I post a lot on the stories, right? So mm-hmm. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Um hold on, hold on. I gotta go back to the beginning because this is weird. So mm-hmm. t- no, it, it's Jesus Christ. I didn't realize how many damn this goes back to like September. Now we're in August. Whoa, um, random. Sorry to yeah. interrupt. I just got a friend request from a guy that I went on one date with like four months ago on Facebook. I don't even think he has my last name. Yeah. And my last name is pretty complicated. It's not, it's not not like Smith. Yeah. I don't know how this man found me because my phone number is not tied to my Facebook. Okay. Um, so Jesus. Okay. Here we are. So th- this message started because I posted a photo of the like the baby stuff that I got, right? So you know I mm-hmm. get like a bunch of the tech stuff, so I get a lot of the baby stuff. So this person sent me a message like, "Hey, can you send me the links of the things that you got? They look pretty cool." So I sent them the links, and then they said, "I want to check them out right now. I'm so excited for you guys. Uh, parenthood is amazing. I thought I would be incomplete without my child." That was the first message. And then, then it went completely left. So it says, oh, I think once this pandemic, uh, once this pandemic is done, uh, and how and as it has calmed down, I'm going to give my man the boot. I found out again that he has been compulsively watching porn and masturbating in our guest room while my child and I are sleeping. I know some, you know, what does it says? I know some people can watch porn, and it's not and affect of them but he has an obvious addiction he will spend hours blah 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 so I, you know what are you I a therapist I, I, i'm no one's therapist so then it went from that dynamic to the well what do you do for her meaning like what do i do with my lady and i was like okay uh we're not going there they're yeah. definitely not going there and then it went to a thing you know it went from the porn addiction and all this other stuff to basically her saying like yo like well if not you then who and i was like it definitely ain't gonna be me like we don't do that we we don't do that yeah we we won't do that then um so i posted a meme um this is more recent as to like a week ago so i posted a meme about i forgot what the fuck it was so this person messages me and they say oh are you serious about that? And I was like, yo, it says wife in the meme. Like, you're not mm-hmm. my wife. Like, what the f- Like, what is going on here? Like, yo, people, I, people see what they want to see, man. Yeah. I have to tell people all the time, and I'm not being disrespectful to them, and I'm not going and being the person to be like an asshole. Trust me. Sometimes I will bite the bait. And the reason why I do that is because, like, I like looking at films. Like, I watch X videos. I'm like, you know, I, I, I do my thing. But, yeah. One one thing I don't do is disrespect the person I'm with, and that's my law. Like because yeah. especially in the DMs and stuff like that, like all it takes is for you to delete one message and send it to my person, and then all of a sudden she's sitting there like, oh well, how are you going out? You know, putting me out there like that. That's what you're not going to do. So yeah, basically, like the mean stuff I post, they're supposed to be jokes. They're supposed to be like, hey, that's cool. Either I repost it, I you know, I do the little eight emojis that they give you on Instagram. Like, hey, you're gonna cry, you're gonna laugh, you're gonna. Hit hundred percent you're gonna do the flame or whatever the fuck they give you that's cool yeah but once you start giving me diatribes and stuff like that that's no longer a dm that is like you showing interest i don't want mm-hmm. your interest um but 
a lot of people, a lot of these people rather were people that I've been friends with for a while. I'm mm-hmm. cool with, but I haven't spoken to them in a while because obviously I'm, I'm, I'm married. So it's one of those things where yeah. I post, where I post, and I just literally close the app. So I don't know if you noticed, but I kind of like scale back and like, you know, posting things. Cause I think they think like, Hey, I post a sex meme, like, Oh, either things aren't going right in the household or he, he's yeah. doing it because he got free time. I'm like, no, I've been posting this shit since like 2008 and some things just don't change. Like I'm literally going to post this because it is what it is. A lot of people mm-hmm. don't see that. Like for you, for example, like just because you post a, a meme about sex or you, you might, you might post something like provocative doesn't mean you're trying you're horny at that moment or you're trying to get yeah. some that moment it's just like no i i relate i've been there i thought been this there. was entertaining i'm gonna put yeah. it out there exactly yeah and, no i mean um, so oh go ahead oh no, no no you're fine well i was gonna go into the the whole uh this this dm with the dude uh with the wife oh boy yeah, so this all stemmed, and Greg, you're friends with me on Instagram. You follow me on Instagram. So you saw yesterday that I posted a picture of literally just my arm because my tricep mm-hmm. muscles are coming in. And okay, I was exactly. like, oh shit, look at me, I'm toned. He used that, so he, at 11.50 in the morning, was like, oh shit, how you been? And I was like, I'm good. He's like, you're looking great. And I was like, oh shit, here we go. Yep. Within... A matter of minutes, he ended up with, yo, when are we going to meet? I feel like I'm being cheated in life. You're the female version of me. Oh, my God. And I was like, you live far as fuck. I was like, and you're married. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then there was a little bit of banter back and forth. And then not even an hour later, I can't believe you're single, bro. We all got needs. And I will not believe that you just masturbate and call it a day. Who are you fucking these days? Wait, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait a fucking minute. I'm sorry. Um, first and foremost, before you, before you say this, uh, I do have to preface what further conversation is to come with the fact that one of his best friends was one of the people that I dated who is closely related to the NFL. Oh, no. when I had my contract with the Jets. Yeah. Anyway, no, continue. No. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I, I kind of like hold this as like, you know, from maybe it's because like I'm just like, I won't say I'm who I am, but like I, I treat like my friends kind of like as a hierarchy. Like you mm-hmm. and I, we've been fr- like we've been like Instagram friends, like social friends for a while. But like you and I, mm-hmm. like, I, I think you and I have this rapport now. It's like, hey, like, you know, I trust you with things. You trust me with things. And obviously mm-hmm. we trust each other enough to do this thing like week in and week out. Um, that right there is kind of crossing the line for me because, mm-hmm. you know, for a fact, it's like, all right, you knew when you sent that message or when you were typing that message, it was wrong. And yeah. you didn't have to send it. Uh, more mm-hmm. importantly, I, now I didn't know this until you said something tonight. So I actually Googled it. You can actually unsend messages on Instagram. Yes, yes, you can. I did not know this shit. Yes, you can. How the fuck you think I saved my nudes? See, you're not you keeping what? them in your DMs. You get it until the job is done, and then I unsend it. Okay? <laughs> oh, you real? Oh, you real? <laughs> oh, virtual high five. You know what? I need y'all to, to clap. I need you to make it a clap and stuff. That's real right there. That is a real friend. Listen, right. I do what I do and I do it well. Mm-mm-mm. You're doing amazing, friend. I just so 
Let, let me let me get into the remainder of this. So he no, sent no. that message. Oh, there's more. Oh, he sure. sent that message. And I like I am one of those people that like if I'm going to respond, I'm going to pretend that you did. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and I'm going to pretend that you did not just come out your ass and say what you just said. And so I was like, I seriously cannot be bothered with the concept of dating. And he said, you ain't shit. And I was like, I'm just saying. And uh, then he he started talking about how like he's been driving, whatever. It was kind of useless uh, useless conversation about where he lives. And then it went, we were talking about how he lives in Texas. Mm. Uh, and he, you know, he wrote something about, about living in Texas. I won't give away, you know, the details of that statement because it's, it's very, it's personal information. Um, and then immediately, do you use toys or old school? Mm. And I was like, why are you so interested? Wait, what? And he was like, I'm sorry. What? what, Hold on. He said, do you use toys or. Oh, oh. Uh huh. Oh. Uh huh. Oh, that's pretty sad. And I was like, why are you so interested? Well, I've always wanted to give you the business, but that was when you thought you were out of shape. Now you lost some weight and now shit. I was like, wait, let me see. He was like, yeah. He was like, wait, let me stop asking questions. I was like, you're not getting it from me. Like plainly and very simply. And I, he was like, getting what? I was like, none of this. Oh, and so he was like, yeah, he was like, stop. I was like, I'm just keeping you in check. And then uh, he like, he got mad that I stopped responding. He like messaged me. And like, you can see that I saw them because my phone was unlocked and I was in the middle of a meeting and he was like, nothing. Hit me later, bro. And this is the kind of dude that, like, when I don't respond, he gets pissy. Mm. I was like, I was in a meeting. I got a job, you know. Um, And, like, we just went back and forth, back and forth, talking about stupid shit. And then he was like, yo, why did you let my dude smash? Wait. Talking about the dude that I used to date. Whoa. Whoa. I was like, why are you salty? He was like, his dick game is not up to par. How f- wait, hold on. Wait a minute, fellas, fellas. Let's let's stop right there. Let's my stop my right next there. question no, was no, how no, the no, fuck no. do you know? Yeah, no, we, we need to stop this right now while we're here, um, fellas. I'm I'm going to say this, and I'm only going to say this once. Not only should you not be comparing your dick game to anybody else's, especially your man's. You shouldn't be out here telling the people that are your conquest in their past what they did and how it what what type of man law shit you know what we, we got to talk mm-hmm. about the man laws we, we, we definitely need to discuss the man laws because this conversation does not end wait it's still going it still goes keep keep going because so i was unclear. like how do you know his dick game is not up to par mind you his dick game was pretty great so like i don't know what the fuck he's talking about but i think he oh, i think he God. he said it to set this next statement up Mm-hmm. His ex, I was like, "What?" Oh, he goes, he "Me and what? Me and wifey smashed his ex, but the beanbag y'all fucked on was where I slept when I stayed at his crib." Oh no! Oh mm-hmm. no! You, mm-hmm. you, you dirty devious motherfuckers! Mm-hmm. And then he went, and then he went into details about the time that he and his wife had sex with. My ex's ex-girlfriend. 
And I was like, I didn't respond. I was like, good for y'all. And he's like, you should join us at some point just for the experience. I was like, that's not my cup of tea. I'm not a fan. And then he started trying to dig into that. Well, have you been in a threesome before? Was it two men? Was it someone you knew? Was it your boyfriend and someone else? Yeah. And I was like, it's, and then I was like, I'm not going into that. And he was like, all right, I'm gonna make excuse to come out to Maryland and you better be nice. You get me nice and drunk and take me out. I was like, it's real fucking bold of you to give me some orders. See how well that works out for you. And then he just sent me a, he sent me a slew of DMs about the number of friends that he has in the area. And he was like, and then he texted me at 656. What are you doing? And then he texted me uh, when I told him that I was recording tonight. He was like recording what? And then he wanted the details of the podcast. And I knew that I was going to go into this. So I didn't even bother. Um, (laughs) And then he tried to, he tried to get more information out of me. And I was just like, no. Uh, and then at 11 26 PM, he sent me another DM. What up? Are you still recording? And I saw, it and I didn't respond. He was like, okay, then. And then sent me a bunch of cursing face emojis. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw that and didn't respond, he messaged me, yo, I'm gonna fuck you up. Oh boy. See, Do you see this shit? This is the shit that I got to deal with. Yo, fellas, what the fuck are y'all? Okay, here we are. <laughs> All right. Man law. Um, we don't talk, as men, we don't talk about man law. We don't discuss man law. However, we will play words when it comes to man law. So, in in the laws of vows, um, number one, thou shall never pillow talk or discuss business when it comes to a team. Um, ting being Drake, you know, Drake voice, like a ting, um, on any import from the United States, Canada, Europe, or any other region, thou shall practice a maximum three-day export rule to avoid frustration. Anybody who doesn't know that means this. Um, basically, when you are anywhere outside of where you live, there is a three-day rule. To avoid frustration, aka, if you know what, I'm, I'm just leave that there. I'm gonna leave that up to interpretation. Next <laughs> law. Um, now, mind you, these aren't our official man laws. These are actually you can Google these, and there is a poster of said laws if you want to look them up. Um, thou shalt always be honest with his brother about a splash. Now, a splash meaning wet pussy. Wet pussy splash boom. There you go. Um, not for nothing. Be if they're being honest with each other, then apparently I do something right. Exactly. Um, <laughs> when, they say thou, when they say thou shall be honest, that right there with the message you just got, thou was not honest. Mm-mm. Thou shalt not be honest. Thou shan't be honest. Thou shan't. Um, shan't. Yes. Um, thou shall never tell a team about another man's splash in order to execute his own splash. Right there, mm-hmm. Steph. Right Broken. There. Yo, not only you are, dir- that's dirty macking like 102. That is yeah. some shit you don't do. You don't go and talk to, he he already fucked with his man's main chick. Now he's like, I'm gonna fuck with your mm-hmm. side chick because I, you know, at that point, you gotta shoot him. I'm sorry. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't fuck around that way. Like, you, he you did everything that he, like, I don't understand how, like, I'm sure that if I went back to said gentleman and mm-hmm. told him half of what this dude has said to me, 
their friendship mm-hmm. would be over. Their friendship yeah. would be over. But I have no intention of fucking with this dude. I have no intention of going back and fucking with the other dude. So like, mm-hmm. yo, let them let them sort that shit out. Like, I'm not a guilty party here. Yeah, yeah but more important, it's like, yo, like that that you you said you smashed that man's girl and like she went back to him, obviously, because she's she knows the grass is greener at least over there because she ain't mm-hmm. fucking with y'all. So it's like, wait a minute, if she ain't fucking with y'all, she know what she did with y'all. She's like, I just hope they don't talk about it. Knowing for a fact that y'all probably talked to her about him and she fell for the trap and she did what mm-hmm. she did to y'all. But she's still back there because she's like, you know what? They're not much of a threat. Clearly. Yeah. Clearly. Well, additionally, part of my issue with this is that this man has been pursuing me for a very long time. He is, it's been years. Uh, and the entire time he has been telling me that he and his wife partake in this kind of threesome open relationship situation. But at no point in time have I ever heard him say, we. He says, I. Mm -hmm. And so he is the one with intention. I don't believe for a fucking second that he and his wife are having threesomes. I think he's just in the DMs trying Mm -hmm. to see what he can get without her knowing. We definitely, mind you, this isn't my wheelhouse, so I'm not like completely versed about it, but I've, I've seen insecure and I've seen the whole, like, you know, the dynamic outside of insecure about men who be like, you know what? Like my wife gives me a hall pass or my wife says I can do it one time or, you know, my wife yeah. is open to the ain't, ain't none of that. Cause my thing is, this, nope. they might be open to it. I ain't open to that shit. They're, they're, I, I'm selfish as fuck. And I will mm-hmm. be completely transparent. And more importantly, I will shoot your ass. I say it on air. <laughs> I do not play that shit. I do not like, you know, people might say, oh, you and I like Steph, you know, we cool, we kiki and, you know, we on the show and stuff like that. I'm not trying to fuck on Steph. And more importantly, no. if y'all fuck over Steph, like y'all still getting shot because I, I don't play that shit. And but like I mean, before before Greg even gets wind of the fuck that y'all, the, the, the fact that y'all did it, like y'all are going to have to deal with me. Yeah. So prepare your fucking selves. Yeah. I, I just don't play that. That's weird, yeah. man. Like, okay. Maybe it's because I've I've done the threesome thing before. I, I don't see the allure in it anymore. Like I it don't was a either. And it's like, okay, that was fun when it was fun, but I'm no longer like I'm not the age I was when it happened. Like this man is your age, Greg, by the way. Yeah. No, but his even at my age, like that's something like are you doing it because you haven't done it before? Or are you doing it because like, you know what? This is the only way I can get off because me, I, I'll say this and I'll be completely transparent. I'd much rather focus on one woman and pleasing her than attempting to please one woman and try to keep another woman entertained while I'm pleasing the other woman. That mm-hmm. shit is confusing as fuck to me. Like when I did the whole threesome situation, everybody will say, Oh, well, Greg, like, you know, threesomes are fun. Trust me. They're definitely fun. What's not fun though is the interchanging of condoms. That shit's not fun. The yeah. the dealing with the the fact that you done nutted and you're trying to figure out how to nut, you know, to to get it back in order to please the other one. And somebody can be like, "Oh, you you can't get it." No, trust me. Any guy can get it up again if they want to get it up again. Here's the issue though: put two pussies in front of you, put two mouths in front of you, and let them fuck on you on the sa- at the same time, and then say the same shit. Be like, you know what? Oh, I'm gonna get it back up instantly. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, no you're not. Trust me. No, I, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. 
And I, I am the king of the whole, you know, going two rounds on all that shit sounds cute when you were one person. But imagine you having sex with somebody like have you seen the movie? She gets it. No, uh, like uh, it, it was a movie. It was like it was directed by like Spike Lee. So um, I think Anthony Mackie and like Kerry Washington, all of them were a part of this movie. Right. Like he like he engaged in like threesomes and having sex with all these people. But the thing is, he got burned out because he was going to have sex with this person, this person, this person. But imagine having a threesome and you have two women right now that are all vying for your attention right now. She wants your dick. She wants your dick. They might not even want each other. They want you. They're just doing this to please you. But in the interim of pleasing you, they might actually be attracted to each other. So they start kissing and hugging and touching and all that other stupid sexy shit, right? All that's mm-hmm. cool. Until you start fucking. When you there and you get your nut and you, you're happy with your nut, you're like, yo, like this is great. Oh my God, I'm, I'm pleased. Like, th- this is great. You might be pleased, but they're looking at you like, wait, so he's done. So now we're going to entertain each other. There is there is nothing more difficult for a man. I'm going to say this to any guy who is listening to me, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, seeing two women eat each other out consecutively. And you're like, you know what? I want a part of that right now. <laughs> I want a part of that right now. And now you got to prepare yourself for that. So a homeboy who says he wants to go and fuck off on his homeboy's girl, like, you know what? I- I'm going to let the voicemail speak because I-, I haven't said enough. I haven't said enough. <laughs> See, uh, Almost took me back into my holdem. Almost took me back. Almost. That's a different episode for a different day, Greg. Oh boy. (laughs) But before we before we get to these voicemails, man, I I gotta say this. I gotta say this last thing. I swear to God, I'm done with it. Like any man who has ever had a threesome, like you know, y'all might think I'm lying about this shit. But you, if you've had a threesome with two other women, you know for a fact how difficult it is mentally as a guy to just be like, you know what? Like you have to go. There's two women. Like the, the shit, the idea of it is fucking fantastic. You're like, oh my god, there's there's four titties, there's two pussies, there's two asses. I could be hitting one from the back and be slapping another one in the ass. Or you know, what's the uh the girl, the porn star? She had one. She had one of these really nasty ass porn scenes I seen like a year ago, where homeboy he's hitting the girl from the back, but the other girl's underneath him, so she's licking his balls while he, man. You know what? Next voicemail because. I was about to go there. I, I was about to yeah, go there. Yeah, oh you got so far off topic. I'm sorry. I, I almost lost my religion <laughs> for a second. Here we go. Well, I'm going to show up some man laws because a lot of uh, it's a lot of quote unquote alphas that be trying to set some of these man laws, and them niggas is weirdos too. Man, so let me know when you gonna set that. I just put my honey bun in the microwave. The edible is on blast mode, nigga. I'm out of here. Listen, listen. Baylor has been eating the entire time that we've been on it. <laughs> the entire, the time. entire time. Entire time. Steph must got that Erica Badu because hey, that shit crazy. I would. You gotta start firing on these niggas or something. <laughs> Shit, easy to get back up, man. That shit's exciting. Like, I like that shit. That shit's easy man. for me. I like that shit. That shit's like a, a a game to me. <laughs> man, you, you say that now until you, you got two of the nice... You know what? Next voicemail. I, I'm done. I ain't gonna say no more. Hey, quick question. I'm trying to go live. How do I be able to talk with the mic on? I don't know when the mic is on and off. Maybe I'm a little too baked right now. But I don't know if y'all can hear me or not when I'm live. 
Well, here's the thing. When you're live, you either if you're on here talking to us, you're not live. You're technically just leaving a voice note like you are now. So shout out to you, Lady Snoop T. Like just like Baylor sent that, like I'm sure you big just like he is. Like hopefully you actually high, you know, high, high, like off flower. You ain't doing the you know the edible shit. However, um, yeah, just leave voicemails, comment, and everything like that. We got some more voicemails. Here we are. Oh, and by the way, fuck love. These men nowadays be for everybody. They community property, and I don't do community service. Sorry for chiming in on your conversation. I just feel like fuck love and uh, mm. men be lying, period. Mm. They cheaters and liars. Mm. And you it ain't worth a shit. Mm. The thing about threesomes, though, is it got to be a vibe, though. It's not just an idea. Yes. Or you just being super horny. It's got to be like a vibe that you said between the two. And so going back and forth won't be an issue. And take an edible. Yep. Like, you ain't never had a... You never had... See, even he had to stop because he was like, hey, yo, like, I'm about to be, you know, I got to... Well, we're not even talking about DMs anymore. We're talking about when you had a threesome. Well, here's the thing. How how many of like you know stuff and, and you know, I'm not trying to just make you be like the the outcast here, but like how many women that they've gotten DMs not because the man is interested in them, but you know that guy has someone and they want to either have an open relationship or they want a threesome because like you said, Steph earlier, hey, um, you know, you know, my wife is open to this or my girl is open to this and we want to do a threesome. No, and good and damn well, they don't want a threesome. They just want to see how nasty you are. So they can say some shit like, hey, you know, she backed out at the last minute, but she's okay with it if you and I still do it. Come on now. I- I'm a guy. Yeah. I-, I know the law. I, I know the law. Um, did you, are there any more other voicemails? For some reason, mine disappeared, but they might be. Mine okay. disappeared too. If you left a voicemail, like we had a bunch of them, mine disappeared too. Um, so if you left a voicemail and we didn't get to it, please leave it again. We will absolutely get to it. Thank you all for making it clap. We appreciate y'all. Um, do do we want to continue this DM situation? Yeah, yeah, please do because that was um, probably that was probably the worst one. Now the the a bunch of the other ones are just ones that I never responded to, where it was just a bunch of people messaging me out of the blue. None of them, I think, uh, were. I, I did get one way back in the day, and I think I told you about it, where it was like he was a black dude, and I like I don't honestly know what his issue was. But like his message out the gate was, oh, okay, go ahead and tell me why the fuck you don't find me attractive. You just another bitch looking for her white knight and like went in on me. And I was like, yo, this is how you open. Oh, no. This is your starting statement. Now, hold on. But before we go, we have. A uh, voicemail from Baylor. We have a voicemail from Justine Nicole. We also have voicemail. We had a voicemail from King Bar. We had another one from Lady Snoop T. Uh, we had another one from King Bar, and we had one from Justine Nicole as well. Hi, Justine. And shout out to Justine. I don't see these voicemails. Like I don't I just, see them either. Let me see if I press the button. If it'll give me the voicemail. Nope, it, it's not doing it. I'm gonna close out, and then I'm gonna come right back. Give me one second. Okay. All right, here we are. Tell Lady Snoop T, let's go live together. She sound like she can hold a convo. We need to talk about something. Hey, let's email stereo. They fucking up. Y'all didn't, they didn't drop y'all convo like at least three times. 
They fucking up I, on that. We need to email them. Them niggas ain't verified me yet either. I think they racist. Man, yes, they are. Yes, they are. Hold on. Let's hope that Justine left his voicemail. Um, also, let me see who else left voicemails. Obviously, Baylor left his. Uh, we still are missing. Yeah, Justine's you first keep one. going with them. You keep going with them, Greg, because I still don't see him. All right. We also have King Bar. He left the voicemail. Hopefully he's in here. But before we get to these voicemails, I'm going to do the shout outs for the people who are in the room right now live before y'all leave the voicemail. So this gives you an opportunity to actually leave your voicemail. So shout out to Skull. Shout out to Spirit Journey. Love Spell. Justine Nicole as well. We also have Queen Lay. Lady Snoop T. Shout out to her. Science. Coco Luan. Baylor. Um, We also have, uh, you know what? I'm going to say it. White Lives Matter. Now, mind you, he's so stupid, he didn't even put the S. So white lives no, matter. Just sure. one. Um, just one yeah, live just one. white person matters. Just one. Just one. We have D Solo 28 D2 Black. We got Brandon Myers. Shout out to him. We got Low Patience P. I see that. I like that name. We have B New. We have him. We have Cash Money 19, Guitar Man. End Day, The Icon. We got Arvin uh, 48, King Bar again. We also have mystical mermaid she's been in here a few times shout out to her we got shakoya shout out to her we got uh with the boys hopefully you brought the boys with you not the boy boys like not the feds but hopefully you brought the boys not the cowboys either because we don't fuck with him um shout out to mentor talk shout out to her we got big greasy who else do we have we got what you doing shout out to her um i'm sorry shout out to him my bad that dreads um next thing you know voice more almost now you a hoe too. <laughs> you for everybody low key. I can see it in you. Oh boy. Oh my lord. Jesus <laughs> Christ. So I, w- I want to hear from Justine Nicole because she was in here. She left three voicemails and it, it deleted all three. So I want to hear from her. So Justine, what did you have to say? I, I wanted to hear from her specifically. I guarantee you one of them was hey, we love mm. you too Justine. And then the second one was fuck Tom Brady. Oh, see? Mm-hmm. I, I Listen, Justine and I are here. We see each other. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Baby Talking. You sounded sexy or whatnot or whatever. I don't know about this nigga that like these pornos, but the baby in the back sounded like you a young cutie or whatnot or whatever. What's good, baby? What's I see you? I see you with the honey buns and the edibles and all that. But I see you over there, fly guy. Look at him. Baylor Dale got himself into some fucking trouble. Uh- <laughs> oh my God. I had. I, I, got, I got a, a, a female who has a friend, and we do that. Like, we do it from time to time. Like, it, it's, I, I done, on numerous occasions, I done had threesomes. Like, I done had the pussy in front of me. Four titties. Like, that shit's not, nothing to me. Like, that shit just, like, my goal was to please them. That's it. Mm. Mm. See, and, and that's fair. Um, I'm, I'm going to give Steph a chance to force close and come back. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play another voicemail, you know, okay. while she does that. Because we, you know, we want to hear everybody's comment. I want to make sure that, you know, Justin gets hers and we got Baylor that's coming in as well. Oh my God. We shit. It's only showing me one voicemail, but we got two. So I'm going to play this one out the way, straight out the gate. So Steph, I'm sure you back see your and voicemail. I see him. All right. So here we are. Nah, when I did three some, I had fun. I made sure they nutted twice. Well, one of them squirted, the other one nutted twice. Um, actually, three times. It was fun. We had fun. Then I finally nutted. I'm saying when I finally nutted, it was they was trying to make me nut 
like it was like their goal for them to nut. I mean, for me to nut, so they basically so they could be happy. Like that's what they was trying to do. Like, they was trying to satisfy me on that standpoint. Exactly. Exactly. All right, let me play these voicemails. Ah, uh, you can't think too much into it. You think too much into it, then you wanna you wanna make your desire come too fast. You heard? So you just gotta just have fun. Not even think about it. Just have fun. And and, and basically, my my goal was to please both of them. You know what I'm saying I wasn't even worried about me pleasing myself. I was just worried about pleasing them, and that shit worked. That shit I, every time. I hear that, bro. I definitely hear that. I'm still waiting for Justine's voicemail. Mind you, she yeah, just see where you at. I don't see none of Justine. Yes. There she is. One of my favorite male female duos in the stereo game. What's today? Wednesday? Is it the sports thing tonight? Oh, Property and everything. What y'all get into? So, hello. See, see, Justine sounded like she was about to get. Justine sounded like she get flued out for real. Like for real, for real. <laughs> After she said, what's Wednesday, the sports show, I thought she was going to say, fuck Tom Brady. I really did. I was like, yo, I'm two for two. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I love, you know what? I, shout out to Justine, because Justine is the one person, one of the, the people that, that tunes in week after week, knows what our docket is on Wednesday. She knows what our docket is on Sunday. So shout exactly. out to her. Appreciate that. We appreciate exactly. the loyalty. Now, I will say this to anybody who is listening. Steph hasn't really confirmed this to me, but I'm confirming it to you guys. Like, if my show doesn't go, you know, the way it's supposed to go tomorrow, and if Steph's show doesn't go, because I think, like, I'm hoping Steph has the show with Doctor tomorrow or, you know, at some point before Sunday. But if that shit don't go right, and if um, if Stereo doesn't fix their things before Sunday, uh, we're moving to another platform because we need the to get the content show. the way that we want the content to be done. Um, we don't mind having you guys come and join into Stereo so you can actually, like, listen live and you can do, you know, not Stereo, I'm sorry, Zoom. Like, if you're on Zoom, you can talk to us live on there. You can listen to us on YouTube. You can listen to us, you know, any other platform, but if Stereo don't fix this shit by Sunday, we are out. And I mean that shit yep. from the bottom of my heart. Um, the reason why we started Stereo is because not only were we given the content we would normally give on a podcast, but we given live and like direct commentary. It made things easier for you guys. So giving you guys the ability to be on here and engage with us helped our show. Like the listeners went up, the listenership went up. And more importantly, it helped us like fact checked ourselves. So, you know, even though like we know for a fact Tom Brady ain't been shit the two seasons, like shout out to Justine. She knew she came with the stats. She came with the facts. Um Baylor, you know, no matter how many edibles he can do in an evening, like we know for a fact he's coming with the commentary. Shout out to Shan, shout out to Paco, shout out to the people who are in here right now. If you are in here actually right now listening to my voice, I want you to go ahead and clap it up. Please clap it Make up. Make it clap. Greg said it better than I ever could have. And, you know, as an homage to Baylor, shout out to the Lakers and the Dodgers, too. Oh, I don't say all that shit. I don't do that. I don't do that at all. However, um, I, I wanted to say this, um, you know, to the guy who left the voicemail about, like, you know, the threesome situations, like, he, he made threesomes sound really fucking easy. They're not. Like, you know, and somebody be like, well, Greg, like, it's not as deep as you're making it think. Like, trust me, if you aren't in a situation, like, for me, my rule number one, 
I'm not having a threesome with somebody I care about. So say, for example, I'm dating that person. I'm fucking with that person. It's like, I, I can't even include you in that equation. Like, it has to be either two strangers or, you know, two people that I know for a fact, they're just fucking off like I'm fucking off. So there's that. Number two, when it comes to threesome, I don't care if you nutted because if I can make you nut, <laughs> that other person better do it. <laughs> that's why there's three of y'all. That's, that's, that's why it's three of you. Like, I done got mine. You better get yours. And if you don't get yours with me, you better get it with her. And if you don't get it with her, give me enough time to get my shit back together so I can do it to you again. Um, number three, um, and I'm going to try to make this the biggest one. When it comes to like threesomes, at least for me, like your nut ain't really my concern. <laughs> like it, it, it's son. really not. Now, I mean, no disrespect, but it's, for me, it's just a whole situation of like the the law of dynamics and numbers and things like that. Like, I don't think anybody goes into a threesome dynamic thinking like I'm, I'm going to get this many nuts and I'm, I'm here for an orgasm or I'm here for a nut or something like that. Like, yo, there's so many windows and panels and things and shit that you're doing when you're doing a threesome. Like, I don't think anybody actually is caring because threesomes, you're drunk or threesomes, you're high or threesomes, you're just honestly, you're trying to say, I did a threesome for the fact of saying that you did a threesome. Nobody I know that's ever had a threesome say, you know what? I had the best orgasm of my life or, you know, I had the best nut I've ever had. Like, no, I had a threesome. And it's like, so that was, was that the, was that the ceiling or was it the floor? And it's like, you know what? It, it was definitely sealing because I mean, what else was there other than the fact that you had a threesome newsflash for me? Like I, I've done a threesome thing where I ended up having to buy like a family pack of condoms because, you know, the person decided that, you know, if I'm going to have a condom with her, then those condoms are for her. But if I'm going to go and penetrate the other girl, I had to change condoms. That shit is difficult. That sh- imagine, and you know, without saying too much, but imagine going and having sex with one person and then you're pulling out and then you have to change the condom in order to insert yourself into another one. Ladies, I know it sounds gross. I know it sounds disgusting, but it's safe. It's the, it's the safest way you can actually try to practice a threesome, but it's tiresome, like eight or nine condoms later. But another story for another day. Next voicemail. Hey, y'all. Yeah, you went down to one listener. I just wanted to tune in. Y'all, my favorite male-female duo in the stereo streets. I'm sad, though. I thought this was the sports night talk, but maybe I'll do that on Tuesdays. I don't remember. But hello. Just showing some love. I'm here to them etiquette. But y'all got to be ready. Because I can tell some stories. Hi, Justine. You are right. We do sports on Wednesdays, but we start the show at 830 and we do we generally do sports right off the bat. So, babe, girl, you got to tune in sooner. Yeah, we Um, love you all the same, though. Absolutely. Justine, just know for a fact every week at 830, like for now, um, we we may change things because I'm not really feeling the way the stereo is working. But um, we're going to give them another week. Like, if Stereo decides it wants to fix itself, then cool. Because um, the content's going to still be the same content no matter where we go. But we're going to try Stereo again next week. Um, we don't really care. But at this point, the leaderboard shit doesn't matter to us. The money doesn't yeah. matter. It's just more so the content and the fact this that you is, guys are here. Yeah, this is the easiest way for us to be able to engage you in conversation and, and keep y'all kind of involved in the, the the docket from week to week so you know if they can get their shit together then you know i ideally this would be the platform on which we do it but we are not afraid to move it elsewhere exactly. uh greg let's listen to this last voicemail and then let's get into what we learned today oh boy here we are 
Oh shit! As soon as you say that, two two voices. Hey, tell Lady Snoop T like hit me up so we can go live. She's like she can hold a combo. I need to, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm before I, this edible, like going to a whole nother level though. I'm probably like if Lady T hit me up, like you got to make it noticeable because I'm about to turn on some music. This shit is phenomenal, Greg. And tell them niggas stop cutting. This is the fourth or fifth time. Y'all not even getting the message that I'm sending to y'all. Yo, mm-hmm. email stereo. E- Greggy knows how to email stereo like a white woman. And tell them like they still ain't verify me either. I'm saying for the fifth time, they racist. Uh, mm, mm. All right, so we got yeah. one more voicemail. Greg, if you need no. me to help uh, powerfully word that email, please by yes. me send it my Absolutely. way and I'm happy to proofread it. Absolutely. So we're going to play this last voicemail for the moment um if you do have like your last calls this is your last calls now so just like you know when you go to a bar and they say hey by the way it's last call it's, it's time to get everything you need to get out get all your thoughts and your discussions out now you um, ain't gotta go home but you can't stay here bingo so we're gonna get this you know this voicemail out that is here but if you have any more voicemails please go ahead and send them through and after we get those through we're obviously talking about what did we learn today and then we're going to give you a preview until next week but here we are did she did the lady snoop t did she just call you a hoe greggy yes yes she did yes she did yes old greg is for the streets yeah, yeah, yeah. I, not only was I for the streets, I, I was I was with the shits. So yeah, with the shits. Um, all right, it's not so a good Charles combination, Cabela. Greg. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't. Um, so Steph, um, b- before we get into the what we learned today, do you want to briefly touch on this brunch etiquette thing and the twerking at brunch thing without any? I mean, I feel like I feel like that is a, a bigger conversation because I have stories for that too. Okay, so let's push we'll, that to uh, we'll, let's push we'll that to Sunday. That. Yeah, we'll, we'll table that. That that would be the Sunday discussion. Yeah, because obviously Sunday brunch. We'll, we'll do that. That will be our topic. Um, but um, what did you learn today? What did you learn today? I mean, I feel like I did. I did a lot of the learning today. Uh, mm-hmm. I learned y'all uh, some mm-hmm. um, based on my experience with the DMs. Um, we have learned that it is pretty common that, that it can be pretty common for people to find success in the DMs. So shout out to all of y'all that have actually found success and had success in the DMs. Um, like I said, I know a number of people that haven't had success, but it, you know, it is what it is. I've learned that uh, some people just don't understand and there are different variations of not understanding how to approach someone in a DM. Um, you know, I've, I've definitely seen one kind of one way to do it or one way not to do it. Um, but I think that there are a lot of considerations to make when someone approaches you in a way that is not necessarily, uh, to your liking in the DMS. Uh, those are my two biggest takeaways. Um, one of the other things that I learned today is that you are still losing in the football pool. And, uh, I really enjoy steak. (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna take my wins when I can get them. Um, but yeah, I, I think that that you know, I, I hope that we've uh, instilled some knowledge into the folks that were listening today on how best to um, to approach people in the DMs, what proper etiquette looks like. I think that's a conversation that needs to be elaborated on some. Um, but you know, whether or not there's success in the DMs, you know, that is still to be determined. Mm. Okay. 
So what did I learn today? Um, number one, uh, shout out to Tyson earlier. You know, he's no longer in the chat right now. He's probably asleep. But I wanted to say, like, you know, he needs to make sure that not only does he shoot his shot, but give it another opportunity. Just because you missed the first time doesn't mean that you can't rebound and make a better opportunity the second time around. So, yes. And confidence. Tyson. Confidence is key. Shout out to Tyson's. Exactly. Shout out to Tyson. Um, Steph and I were definitely we're going to have our conspiracy theory episode because her and I both have a, a lot of thoughts. Um, if we can't do it here, we might have to do it on Clubhouse. Um, Steph, like I'll send you the link for that group in, in general, because, yeah, um, we went to all the wormholes you're talking about. We, mm-hmm. we definitely went there. Um, outside of that, what else did I learn today? I learned how do you get to DM someone with an OnlyFans? Like that was a question we posed about an hour and a half ago. We definitely talked about that. Um, mm-hmm. What I also learned, shout out to, I, I forgot the listener, but she and you, Steph, you had mentioned validation and appreciation. Um, that doesn't just extend to social media and DMs. Like if you're going to approach someone, um, you need to validate the person that you're actually like going and vetting and, you know, putting this attention towards, but you also need to appreciate them as well. Like don't go mm-hmm. and just like, Hey, you know, they posted a photo of an arm and be like, Hey, by the way, like a nice arm. I'm trying to fuck. Like, that, that's yeah. It. Nice arm. Have a threesome with me and my wife. A- exactly. Uh, <laughs> that's not valid- validation works. and appreciation. Um, you know, we're, we're all for sexual expression here, but with, you know, with respect for the most part, um, in saying that um sunday we will be having a show hopefully um more importantly we hope the jets win this week it's not gonna nah, happen but we don't we're, we're hoping for the best um that is not our episode for you know sports that is our wednesday show because we wait until after all the shows go through before we you know all the games go through before we actually do sports so sunday we're talking about brunch etiquette and then next week we will actually go through the fuck boy and fuck girl playbook Mm. that that one it, it, it's going to be a doozy um i hope i that feel anybody, like it is yeah anybody who, who is in here right now if you fuck with the show if you fuck with the content please clap it up because not yes. only did we give you more content than you needed we gave you the content that you deserve and you heard it only on my check stereo steph where can they find you on social media so we can get up out of here they can find us on social media at young black pod P-O-D uh, on Instagram and Twitter, or you can find us at youngblackpod.com. Again, this is the Mike Check uh, podcast, and Mike stands for Make It Clap. We appreciate all of y'all listening. I appreciate every single one of y'all making it clap right now. Um, and please stay tuned. Stay tuned uh, for Sunday's show where we discuss some of the, the week's news uh, and another main topic, Wednesday shows or sports and a more controversial topic generally. Absolutely. So um, in closing, like I usually say, Steph, I appreciate you as I always do. Um, I appreciate you too, Greg. You're the one that keeps me going here. Yeah. Even though Steph, you know, when it comes to stereo, they they don't love us. Uh, They they don't don't love love these hoes. But it's okay. They paid us already. They they paid us in the listeners. They paid us in the fans. They paid us in, you know, the currency of the audience. So we do appreciate you guys being here. So yeah, y'all make it fun. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully you guys are here um, because Steph doesn't realize when I actually get back to where I actually live, we're going to play a nice little game. We're going to have game night. Um, Steph doesn't understand what game night is going to be, but it's going to be fun. I'm going to make it really fun for us. But until then, hopefully... For for us, meaning who? You and the listeners and not me? Because... 
oh no 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 this is a game for us to laugh and drink and okay. for them to answer the questions like ooh, i like yeah. this yeah I, i'm all for this game like mind you they have about like they have like six more days so next week at this point you know like we'll, we'll do our show we'll do our wednesday show but that sunday show ooh, i can't get too fucked up on sunday i have very imp- mondays are my hard days oh no 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 the, the mm-hmm. sunday the sunday it's a special time next Sunday. If we do Ooh. it next Sunday, it's going to be a special time. It's not late at okay. night. We're going to do a midday. Are we day we'll drinking? Midday. Yeah, we're, we're doing a, oh, a special shit. brunch special. Okay. Special brunch special. So, um, Steph, again, as usual, thank you for being the host of the show and the whole of the show, a.k.a. the host oh, of the show. Oh, okay. Now we're putting that out there, huh? <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, I see hey. you. I see you, Greg. I see. Hey. But I'm not the one who was publicly called a hoe today. Hey, hey, Gregory, was by I, our I, listeners. Look, 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 look. The listeners of the show understand. They understand our plight. They get us. You know, they get our plight. I missed our girl E today. Um, you know, E Ruth. She wasn't here. She, mm-hmm. you know, I think, she, I hope she didn't get off the platform. E Ruth, if you were in here, we appreciate you. We love you, but we want to see you here. Like, come, baby, come back. Yeah, baby, come back. All right, y'all. <laughs> so, Steph, I will talk to you, obviously, outside of here. And anybody for who's show, for please RSVP for Sunday, and we will see you then. Yes, see you then. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. <laughs>